Attention, people of Earth. What's going Attention, on there? people of Earth. Do not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebers. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable! I can't take it anymore! There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop-ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott! I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. Live on all the Internet's webs and tubes, it's Mike Check Radio with Adam Ebert. Live. <clears throat> Live. God damn it. Live on Indie Mini Weekly Radio, streaming worldwide and podcasting who the fuck knows where. This is Mike Check Radio with Adam Ebert for Saturday, October 6th, 2018. The day the Republic died and was replaced by the evil empire. Um... We're having some technical difficulties, or at least one of us is, or, well, it seems like it. Uh, Michelle will be joining us in a second, but uh, I'm joined, as always, by my good friend Miles Lagan, the GM Galaxy Master out of Port St. Lucie, Florida. The great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida. Yes! I'm not, I'm not allowed to call it that by order of Michelle. With Michelle, no, you're and, not. And, right, Michelle out, right. and Michelle outranks you on this program. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I agree with that. She does outrank me. I rank people uh, based on the amount of fear I expect to have, for, <laughs> I, I'm supposed to have for them. So Kenny, of course, is the top ranking. You know, Kenny is above even me on this program. Kenny outranks me on my own show. <laughs> uh, well, you know, that, that, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, I, my apologies for the coughs. I am still dealing with the tiny residual of uh, what's left over from whatever I caught during the uh, anime weekend in Atlanta. Yeah, the, the I feel 100% better. My, my nasal passages have effectively cleared, other than the normal stuff, but uh, I have just this little itch in the back of my throat that occasionally I have to cough all over, and I will attempt to hit that, the mute button. No, no, that's that's fine. If you cough, you cough. I mean, we're not going to... It's not like I'm going to dock your pay. I don't have anything to dock yeah. from you. I, I just don't want to fill the show with my hacking. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so... Aside from a little, I mean, we'll we'll talk a little bit about what's happened this week, very very briefly, just because, you know what, we're calling it, we're taking a sick day, folks. We're calling it sick. We are sick of the shit show that is American politics on this program. I'm not, but I'm sick for other reasons. I mean, I hear that the, there is a definite. Yeah, but remember, uh, I outrank you. Therefore, technically, I speak for you on the show. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll just say there's a definite level of fatigue, and it's definitely nationwide. But this was not unexpected. No, Things it went wasn't. pretty much as expected. Uh, we knew they had the complete power to do this because they had the majority, and that's all that they needed to do. If they held ranks, apparently they did. I don't know where um, Manwich Mandich. Uh, what was his? What's his name? 
from uh, West Virginia. <clears throat> Where did he did he cave or no? I don't remember. No, he caved. I know he caved. He, he, he caved. caved on the um, he caved on the procedure vote, but it, he also caved. I didn't even look at who voted what. Not I don't care. It, it was fifty forty eight. Okay, now here's the thing. And like I said, first of all, fuck you, Republicans. Fuck you, Mitch McConnell. Fuck you, Brett Kavanaugh. And fuck you, Susan Collins. Hmm. Susan Collins has got a real problem from... Uh, I, I, I heard that there's a site that is allowing people to donate to her opponent. which I think she's up in two years, if I'm not mistaken. She's and up in the 2022. Site, oh, that far away? Four years? Mm-hmm. Ouch. So, uh, from what I heard, that site crashed from the traffic, (laughs) which tells you that a lot of people were logging in there and money's going to a as-yet-to-be-named opponent. So, this opponent's going to have a a campaign treasure chest ready and waiting for them (laughs) to take on on Susan Collins, who... uh, yeah, she can cry all she wants about, oh, there wasn't enough evidence. Well, yeah, bull crap. She's a conservative. She voted conservative. She did not listen to her, uh, you know, female constituents. It, it's just it's it's as obvious as the campaign checks that are written to her uh, on a, on a uh, weekly, monthly basis or however often she gets them. <clears throat> so no pity there. She's going to have a tough fight of it. I hope she loses. There's no guarantee that she will. Elections are a funny thing because they require... Oh gosh, what's the word? Turnout. Which hopefully this um, I'm ranting. Should I give you a chance to step in? Uh, I mean, no. I mean, I, I, you know, like I said, we're just we're for now we're we're just venting. Uh, you know, again, I, I reiterate, fuck you, Susan Collins, and you know, I mean, is there a bigger waste of skin than Joe Manchin? I mean, the guy's just a waste. I think I'm here. Are you able to hear us, dear? Yes. Okay. <gasps> Woot! All right, so uh, Mac- Michelle had a, a Skype update that was not permitted, and it happened anyway. So uh, I, it sounds like she sorted out the details, or because she's very good Skype. at that software. No biscuit. Michelle, no, I, I'm pissy now. So oh, that's, that's the best kind of co-host you can get out of Michelle. I'll tell you that straight up. When Michelle is pissy, it's much better than when she's upset, tired, crying. A pissy Michelle is going to be fun and entertaining. Let's just turn it over to her and let her take the show. Okay, oh, go, go to hell, Miles. <laughs> I love you, dear. <laughs> I don't need this. I don't need this shit today. I really don't. So let's uh, one bright star, one little bright nugget. Um, I'd Hold like on, to mention. One second. Uh, one second. Are you sure, getting me? In, are you getting me in trouble with Michelle? Me? How did I do that? No, he's getting himself in trouble with me. Uh, no, no, I'm the one with the shovel. What are you? What are you worried about? I, ju- I just want to make sure. No, I'm digging the hole deeper. Michelle knows who's got the shovel. It's good. It's good. Love you, dear, sweetie. Love you. That just means I got to give her another foot rub sometimes. Anyway, uh, so this bright little nugget of uh, that, that that happened earlier in the week. So I I was blissfully. Um, ignorant, but apparently there is this thing out there in the world that I did not know existed, and this thing is called maple syrup porn. Michelle can can vouch for that. <laughs> this, thing, this is a thing that. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
something Joe Bob Briggs talked about, and I had to bring it to Miles' attention. So, yeah. So, um, I have very... not looked it up on... Uh... I'm sorry, go ahead, Adam. That sounds very messy. It's actually just a reference to Canada, because Canada apparently has laws with its pornography industry where... Um, despite whatever happens to the females in said uh, video, at the end of the story, and we can put story in quotes because sometimes pornography has, you know, a plot. <laughs> anyway, so at the end of the story, the women or female uh, character has to have a happy ending. A happy ending not as in a climax, but a happy ending is in the story where she gets, I don't know, revenge or gets to marry the love of her life. No, Mary marries and has has children. Yes. Uh, okay. So but it's this, a, this is in the seventies and eighties. I'm not sure if it's the same nowadays, but seventies and eighties born. Yeah. So support your local Canadian porn industry people. That's apparently a really cool thing. I, I haven't looked it up. I don't know. I'm just I'm teasing of course. To everyone their own thing. But I did not know that this existed. Maple syrup porn. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, actually, I might as well show some of the new stuff uh, I got for the box, uh, because I've been mining JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Diamond is Unbreakable for uh, for new audibles, and I got this. He looks innocent, but the moron loses it at the drop of a hat. I wonder I, where he gets that from. I think that's bumper material, folks. Okie doke. And then this one. Why don't you take a one-way trip to hell, douchebag?! I think we're going to get a lot of mileage out of that one next week. When we that talk. sounds like a good one, yeah. Yep. And finally... What a douchebag. Hmm. So... Do you have the old George Takei version of douchebag? Somewhere. Somewhere. That's a good one. His voice has such a nice timbre to it. It would just make Michelle swoon, I know, just to hear George Takei. Well, let me see here. If you're listening, I, I got... No, I don't think this is it, but it can't hurt. What a douche! No, that's not it. That's definitely not. Uh, I mean, th I mean, this is this is John Fugel saying. Are you gonna be a douchebag? Okay. <laughs> well, um, while we're on the topic of the crap that happened this week, I've been hearing uh, or seeing memes and uh, you know, jabs at the Republicans for this. And one of them dealt with um, calling Mitch McConnell a senile old racist or something along those effects. Now, um, I, I appreciate the desire to lash out at the opposition and call them th things like morons, idiots, stupid, uh, retards, even though that's a politically incorrect term use, I apologize. Uh, but or senile, you know, uh, deranged. Uh, I think um, Randy Rhodes uses the term like insane or crazy a lot. But I'm going to reach out to those that are listening to please do not use that terminology when discussing Republicans. They are crafty. They are cunning. They are shrewd. They are strategic. They know what they're doing. These are not idiots out there like monkeys hitting a typewriter to get, to get uh, random work. No, they are, they are, they know exactly what they're doing. And to uh, attribute a level of idiocy or moronic or stupid or senile, it, it lowers our, it's like underestimating your 
opponent, and I no longer wish us to underestimate what we are up against. They are a organized crap fest. But please, just I, I'm just making this request. Do not resort. I know it's fun, you know. And, and on a side note, you can do it every now and then. But please, don't underestimate these people anymore by just dismissing them as stupid or crazy or senile or what have you. Just, just, just a little. I, I, I'll throw that out there. Uh, fair enough. We will. Uh, we will. Just make uh, the attempt. I know you want to do it, Adam. Especially calling like Tommy Lauren an idiot or stupid or whatever. But eh, well, I mean, she's but part. She of, is she's part idiot. of their machine too. Well, she's still part of their propaganda machine, which is a very organized. They have talking points and they put it out there. And so, I'm just, I'm just saying, don't underestimate them. I will take that under advisement. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but I mean, like I said, uh, the fact of the matter is, is that, uh, you know, uh, American democracy was dealt a death blow today. Uh, that's the I'm, bottom line. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to disagree. Uh, I don't consider it a death blow. I think we will survive this. I think the Civil War was Whoops. a more serious Sorry. threat. That's fine. I'm, I'll say the Civil War was a more serious threat to the survival of this republic than than one Supreme Court justice that is a a, a piece of shit. Um, uh, the the Great I, Depression was a, a bigger threat. Uh, Michelle's trying to say uh, something. This is yes. just one. Go ahead, dear. Are we are we also talking about Merrick Garland Garland rec recusing himself from the ethical complaints against Kavanaugh? See, that's the thing. This is what I'm talking about when we talk about, you know, we constrain ourselves by rules and honor. And it's like we have to be willing to fight as dirty and as mercilessly as they do. Um, but you have, you have to have ethics. As a judge, you have to have ethics. Um, and Matt Garland is, is, yeah, he has ethics. But unfortunately, that leads him open to letting somebody in who has no ethics. I, I know, Adam, in the past, you've forbidden me from agreeing with you, so are you ready for me to disagree? I will be shocked. Just shocked. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I, I, I'm trying to remember what it was you said that I disagreed with. It wasn't the death blow thing. It was something else. Crap. Wish I could remember. I got distracted. That's my fault. I'm, I am. I am You're... basically a squirrel. The um. Ah, I know this is terrible radio right now. I'm I mean, trying I mean, to here's, here's here's the thing. I'm all. I, I'm a big believer in honor. Don't get me wrong. The issue is if you fight with honor when the other side isn't. Got it. You're just setting yourself now, up to lose. Now I remember. Okay, you were good. saying we have to fight as dirty as they do. And that's where I'm going to disagree. And mercilessly. We do, not have to, we do not have to cheat. We do not have to break the rules. I will say, my in my opinion, we just have to fight. For example, when Mitch McConnell started denying Merrick Garland um, the seat, saying we're not even going to talk to the man, I was most unhappy with the way Obama did not fight back. What did he mean? He mentioned it once, twice. I mean, you get a little here that. I mean, this was this is seriously our our government, our republic, and Obama just let 
the freaking thing happened. He could have gone on the bully pulpit. He could have gone out there saying, no, this is wrong. And I didn't hear that. He did not fight. I mean, I hear what you're saying. And I uh, appreciate the desire when they kick, you know, for the nads, you desire to re-kick in the nads. But really, it just, I'd rather just put on a cup and just go, ha ha, here you go. Now we're going to go this way and that's all you can do. And boop, done. Well, I mean, if we're just going to stand there and Rochambeau each other, you know, that that's just sinking into the pit with them. And that's ooh, innocent. Oh, were you playing something out of the box? Do I need to? No, no, no. I'm, I'm getting some Halloween Halloween materials off the server. Ooh, Halloween. Michelle's going to love that. So that I'll disagree that we do not need to play, fight as dirty. I will agree that we need to fight. There are times when Obama just did not stand up. Because I understand his concern about being portrayed as the angry black man, which they probably would have done had he gone out there and done some fighting back. But I'm okay with that. You know, his legacy, he wanted to be seen as the calm, cool one in the room. But you can fight without losing it. You can push back without... But I, he, I never saw him... And that's one of the reasons I think that Trump is so popular with the base of the Republican Party. It's because as wrong and absolute crap-fested as he is, he fights. He fights for them. He, they, the, the base does not freaking care how wrong he is because it pisses the left off, and that's what they want. I want that from someone on the left. I don't want someone that cheats and lies and steals and all that crap. But I want someone to fight for me on the left, and which is why I'm thrilled about people like uh, Alexandria, you know, Cort or Cortez. Or I'm tar I can't I can't remember her name from New York, one of the latest. And uh, I hope Beto, you know, and like Kamala Harris, and she was wow. Oof, yeah, looking forward to more of her. So I just want someone to fight. I don't. I disagree that we need to fight dirty. I just want someone to fight. We don't need, you know, we just need to put up a good solid defense. You know, they go for the below the belt. I don't care, but you know, we can we can win by not having to go also below the belt. Are you saying we need to break the law to win, Art Adam? No, I'm not mean? saying that. I'm saying oh. we have to be as ruthless and merciless as they are. I, I'll translate that as to you saying we need to be as fervent and um, enthusiastic in our fighting. Merciless. Right, so. You're welcome. <laughs> Fair How enough. you feeling, sweetie? <clears throat> I'm just uh, going. Oh, I, think, I, I think she's still muted. Well, anyway. Uh, before we hit break, I, I know we've got a little time before break, but I'd like to apologize because this... This cold that I have, I think it's affecting the timber of my voice and making it sound a little deeper than it normally is. And I apologize for that. Normally, I'd like to sound more shrill and, you know, hectic. But uh, I, I, you know, I think I'm sounding a little more calm, and uh, I, I, I could be wrong. I think you sound fine. I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm not saying we have to cheat. Mm -hmm. I want to make that clear. I don't believe okay. in cheating. All I'm saying is that we have to be as cutthroat. And merciless as they are, as long we got, we have to assume that they are not going to fight with honor. So why do we hold ourselves to that standard? We're we're hand, we're basically kneecapping ourselves. We're handicapping ourselves. We're saying, uh, you know, we'll, we'll fight you with one hand tied behind their back. Well, they've got a knife in one hand and a gun in the other. All right, so you're saying follow the follow the rules, but fight. Yeah. With 
Enthusiasm? Okay, good. I can. I am on board with that. Enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. Yes. Maybe Michelle stepped away from the keyboard for something. I can't tell. Well, I probably made her angry. I, I, no, no, no. In all likelihood, I imagine Loki has jumped up upon her and is for, and is preventing her uh, from uh, being able to communicate effectively with us due to all the cuddling she's receiving. Uh, that that could be it too, but yeah, you fun. know. <clears throat> but we can we can we can continue to fantasize. I mean, imagine what, what's going on. Just you know. I just always assume <laughs> the worst. Oh no, it's I don't. Co- it's my coping mechanism. <laughs> well, you know, uh, with regards to Kavanaugh, we knew when um, that uh, Kennedy retired that the, the Republicans had the power, and it would be a hail mary for us to prevent it. The good oh, news yes. is, the good news about uh, Kavanaugh getting on, and I know it's not a bright light compared to all the crap and black that's on this uh, ledger. The good news is the amount, have you seen the protests in yeah. DC? And But yeah, protesting is, doesn't he, equal voting for fuck's sake. Get out and vote in November. Because it doesn't of, equal voting, but it's a good sign. If you're, if you're going to protest Adam. It's really, if you're going to take the time to spend a day out there in the heat getting arrested, you can damn well believe that those people are going to, well, a good amount of those people are going to spend the time to vote. The 30 minutes or half an hour or an hour or whatever it takes to vote. Protesting is a good thing for us. It fires it up. It puts it on the TV. It it swings the percentage points. A few more shaving of a points our direction. These are good things. I get what you're saying. I am t- sick and tired of those that don't vote either. My point being, protesting is a good sign for us. I caught you in the middle of a text message with somebody. Yes. Hear you uh, sorry. Uh, uh, like I said, I, I, I want you know, vote, vote because yes. guess what? Free. Guess what? If we take the, even if we don't take the Senate, but we take the House, then we just oh. keep subpoenaing Kavanaugh. Oh, you're you've got hearings that day. Oh shucks, that's too bad. You can either attend here, you can either attend the hearings and get slapped with contempt of Congress, or you can talk to us. Isn't that a shame? I'm, uh, you know, Kavanaugh, you know, everyone keeps saying lifetime appointment. No, 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 no. It is in a nutshell, yes. But, I mean, impeachment is still a pot, very real. Uh, no, it's a very it's, remote it's a, possibility. We need 66 no. votes. It's, we it need is 66. 66. It is 66 votes. And in this Senate, there's no freaking way. In 2020, 21 Republicans are up for a, a, a election. In 2020, right now it's only eight. That's why we're not going to take back the Senate it, with any if with, with any real numbers, if at all. It's because they have so little to territory to defend. But in 2020, they have eight. I'm sorry, 21 people up to defend. While we the, the what's the 21 33 minus 21? That's why I made the benefit 12. And in 2022, it repeats another. 21 Republicans versus another 12 Democrats. They've got, and and Kavanaugh is going to be sitting on this bench 
making rulings, writing things, and his face is going to be up there for the women of this country to seethe at and to be motivated to vote because of. And these Republicans in the Senate are going to be desperate. They're going to be you, – you, you think they're panicked now? They're panicked just to have control in the, in the, in the Supreme Court because that's all they understand. But when it – this is – the Me Too movement is not going away. I'm ready to talk more about this. Do we need to break? All right, what's no, the time? No, we're 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 cutting off politics. This was just a a fuck you to to everyone who showed oh, I'm getting excited. I'm actually like, wow, this, dude, I this made, is a strategy. I made a oh. promise. Okay. I got you. But I, I'm just saying, this guy may not even be there, making rulings and writing shit. Because again, what we do is we subpoena his ass constantly and we say if you do not show up that'll be contempt of congress and you get to spend time in the nice little jail cell in the basement of the of the of the uh house of representatives i think impeachment wouldn't happen before that happens i i don't see impeachment happening i'm sorry i mean if well, i don't see him being filibustered in the house with subpoenas uh i could uh, if if we subpoena him he shows up or he gets arrested those are his choices and we just I mean, have to we just make sure that those subpoenas just happen to coincide with important oral arguments. Because if he's not there for oral arguments, he can't cast a vote. Okay. Bending the I'm, rules. I'm, I'm, Bending I'll the just rules, dis- uh, not okay. breaking them. I get it. I'm just going to – I think that's a f- unlikely scenario. Look, long story short is he's going to get his comeuppance in the end. You know, nasty little fellows such as yourself – always get their comeuppance. <laughs> they do? Oh, yes. Always. Now, what I'm looking forward to is when we take back the White House, and with a candidate like Trump, I don't see how we can't. But anyway, uh, those files that are currently being held back on Kavanaugh, the ones that, the, the 100,000 of them or whatever, that are they're not letting us see, there's something juicy in there. There's something in there. I see that becoming a bigger issue than... He than, probably uh, gets know. off on torture porn. Um, that That's... As as horrible as that is, that's not a disqualifier. My, my point I, is, I'm sure he was knee-deep in writing those torture memos. Probably. Okay. That's odd. I can't get into the chat room. Oh, that's because... Oh, wait, you mean... Uh, hold on. Let's see here. Why can't um, it's in? just it's just spinning. Oh, yep. Boop, I boop, think boop. Yeah, it just loaded up now. And I see people talking. Is it today? Yes, October 6th, the day before my birthday. Exciting. I, I'm we were 51 going 51 years young. We were going to get to that, but you had to spoil it. Thank you, Miles. Uh, all right, everyone. Uh, hold on. Look at this pen right here. And boop, there. See, fix. Yeah. All right, so I mean that's it for us this week. Uh, you know, for for politics, um, we're going to be talking about nerd stuff for the rest of the show, including running our interview from Anime Week in Atlanta 2018 with the very wonderful Mary Elizabeth McGlynn. Okay. Excellent. And I will give you guys a small sneak peek uh, from that right now because we're not going to play until after Kenny gets here. But uh, this is one. Little, here we go. Well, the, 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 you know, questions, so, well, yeah. questions, I'm gonna have to cut. What was that? 
<laughs> that was when we t- when we told her we were going to ask her the nerdy Game of Thrones questions. Mm-hmm. I, cl- oh, I tra- oh, 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 okay. Nerdy, nerdy questions. No, nerdy I, I, I was sitting there right there with you. Yeah, I remember that now. <laughs> okay, good. Um, and I will say somewhat what I was typing earlier was someone else in the Bloomvox community, Bloomvox community has adopted our tactics of bribing the guests with sweets. Those crafty bastards. That's our, that's our tactic. Yeah, but they weren't homemade sweets. Yeah, I don't know about that. All I know is Steve Bloom said, thanks for the treats. He got it at, uh, at, um. What's going? What's the big event? New York Comic Con. Oh, and by the way, before we go to break, we were first. We were first. We were first. I have been, I have been bribing radio people and uh, celebrities with cookies for twenty-four years now. So now, now I do have a question before we go to break. Even though you and yes. Miles will not be returning to AWA for at least a couple of years. Can I bribe you to make stuff with which I can bribe the guests next year? And what will it cost me? That might be possible. You'll just have to sweet talk me, Adam, and we'll have to figure it out. Oh, Double well. her pay. <laughs> I, I will triple it. All right, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we will commence the nerd talk, including some great stuff out of uh, New York Comic Con. Very exciting news. Uh, very exciting stuff happening. Um, and I'll talk about something that really pissed me off today. Oh, I'm so angry about this. Miles and Michelle know what I'm talking about, I'm sure. I was so looking forward to this and some asshole ruined it. We'll be right back after this. (laughs) You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. And I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I think he's like the thing. He only imitates human behavior. He's not actually human himself. Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
Naiva. Happy Halloween from Indie Media Weekly. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Stay with me and experience the glory of Plaid Sundays, two gigantic hours of grunge running from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern, here on Indie Media Weekly. Whether it's the distorted guitars or the emotive lyricism, few can deny the lasting influence of a genre that dressed down a generation. So turn it on and get inspired. It works for me, and I know that I'm not the only one. Plaid Sundays, only on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Ciao. Yeehaw! Sunday, 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 come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new 2016 episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. You're looking at a being so powerful he can obliterate over half the moon in seconds. So fast he's been clocked at Mach 20. A world where he's allowed to live is a world waiting to be destroyed. Plain and simple. He makes it all sound so grim, doesn't he? Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio. And we are back for segment number two here on, uh, what's the program's name? Mike Check Radio. Joining me as always, uh, the city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Rogue DM Dungeon Master, Michelle Legon. I am here. And there's a kitty with me too, so. Is that Loki? No, that's actually Saloon. She wants attention, so. I see. Yep. You may, if he keeps breaking shit, you may have to call him Brokey. Yeah, well, he, he may deserve that at one point. Oh, yeah. Or you could just get a, a Thor to keep him in line, you know. Oh, well, that sucked the oxygen right out of the room. <laughs> I just heard Adam tell us to get a fifth cat, dear. No, no more kitties. <laughs> well, un- until it's time, right? Until... 
I think the number we're trying to get down to is three, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. You're capping at three? That'll be our new, yeah. Yes. The next one dies, which hopefully, I mean, might happen. Uh, Stop it. Shush. Don't, don't say hopefully. No. I That's mean, my self-defense mechanism. It's humor, people. Just, It's okay. I mean, I don't even... He's I a don't great like cat. Him. I'll be sad when he goes, too. We have an 18-year-old cat, and he's almost skeletal right now. He's still healthy. He's just... We're thinking he's got dementia, but he's still happy. But I don't want to lose him. He's my, ba- he's my baby. I know. I, I understand. I, but, I mean, I don't even like our cats, and I would, wouldn't want them to... Anyway... Uh, also joining... All right, fair enough. Uh, also joining us out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galax Master, Miles Lagon. Yes, and my self-defense mechanism has a rating of 19... 9,000? 9, 9, 9, oh, shucks. But, you know, in order for it to be useful on this program, it has to be over 9,000. It's over 9,000! <laughs> <laughs> Just missed it. I'm sorry, Miles. No biggie. I'm right. just not that perfect. I'm I'm working on it. Perfection right. is my goal. All right, good enough. All right, so I want to talk about this because right as we speak, New York City, New York Comic Con is going on. Right. Yes. And it's like sold out, and it's absolutely crazy this year, from what I understand. Hmm. I'm sorry, Adam. Are you still there? I, I, I accident I accidentally unplugged my microphone, which made uh I I accidentally unplugged my microphone, which made the the voice meter banana program go crazy. So I had to shut it down and reopen it. But I am back now. Where was I? Right, right, Australia. right. Australia. Right. What? <laughs> Sorry, that's the answer that uh, Carrie Elwes gave to um, uh, the uh, Sicilian in the Battle of Wits. Where oh. was I? Australia. Oh yes, Australia. <laughs> Oh, right. Oh, right. right, right. Iocane, Iocane powder, powder comes from Australia. Right. Uh, comes from Australia. Yep, yep, yep. All right. As we speak, New York Comic Con is going on. And uh, today, well, I've been watching a lot of the stuff. We got some news coming out of that. But uh, today was, today I needed this, folks. It was supposed to be the Twisted Tunes panel. Now, I'm sure some of you, namely Miles, are asking, what the fuck is Twisted Tunes? Is it hentai? No, it is not hentai. Tai. Oh, hen- hentai. Hentai. Twisted Tunes is a beautiful, wonderful thing. All right, so here's here's the thing. So What's Twisted wrong with Tunes. Hentai? Nothing's wrong with Go hentai. Go ahead. I de- I describe. I, please proceed. All right, so so hentai. No, Twisted Tunes. <laughs> 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 okay. Get your mind out of the gutter. You're the one who put it there. All right, Twisted Tunes. Uh, Basically, Twisted Tunes was started at Emerald City Comic Con in 2012 by Jeff Zanini, who runs a talent agency for voice actors. And he got together a group of people. Let me see, who was it? Uh, It was uh, Billy West for Futurama. 
it's been so long. Billy West for Futurama. Maurice Lamarche, who is the voice of the brain, and a bunch of other stuff. I like uh, the brain card. Pinky and the yeah, brain were good. Which one? Did, which one do you think is the genius, and which one do you think is insane? I've always I, wondered that. I, I just, I just enjoyed the interaction. All right. Okay. Never mind. Uh, what else do we? Thinking, I don't know. Does it involve underpants? Rubber underpants? Mm. <laughs> no, you insufferable boop. Um. Uh, anyway. Oh. Huh? Echo is a brain. Oh, sorry. A- anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, so they got together these voice actors and they did a live script reading of the Star Wars of Star Wars, the the original. Um. And it was hysterically funny. This is the one, this is what I show everyone when I want to show, you know, like, this is where I got the idea for script tease from. Uh, So, uh, but they they do these readings in in various characters, and every scene they change it up, and it's just crazy and funny. Like, oh, oh, Tara Strong uh, was, in the first scene... (laughs) This was probably the the best part of the first one, Tara Strong as Darth Vader as Darth Vader as Bubbles, from the Powerpuff Girls. Oh, that's great! And bring me the passengers. I want them alive. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it, you, you got to watch this to understand. You know, you, you, and of course, Greg Griffin, Greg Delisle. Well, I I, I think. Greg Griffin is what she prefers to go by now, but uh, she was in the second one, and and there was supposed to be a Twisted Tunes panel today, live streamed for the world to watch, that had Mary Elizabeth McGlynn, who, by a staggering coincidence, we have an interview with, Steve Bloom, again, interview with, Greg Griffin, again, we have an interview with her. Richard Horvitz, the voice of Invader Zim uh, and Alpha 5. Uh, Phil Lamar, the voice of Samurai Jack. And, um, of course, other stuff. Uh, Ollie, the weatherman from from Family Guy. Hermes Conrad, the, the bureaucrat, the Jamaican bureaucrat. Um, and Maurice LaMarche joined them. And the script reading was Clue. Now... I know some people last night, <coughs> I'm sorry, were criticizing me for saying that Clue is my all-time favorite comedy. To which I say, you're not my comedy supervisor. <laughs> well, nobody should ever criticize anybody for liking a specific movie or was, loving a specific was, movie. I suspect he was being facetious. He better be. I think he was. Yeah. Bob Bobber's a great guy. So, so and Clue is spectacular. So I agree with you. It's not my all-time favorite, but I do love it, and it will be up there on my comedy list. So. The point is, I needed that today. I wanted it today. And some asshole pulled the fire alarm in the hall! Yeah, that freaking sucks. That pisses me off. I hope the police find the bastard, take him to jail, and intro- and shove a police baton up his ass. Well, the, the, the police baton up the, the tuchus is a, a bit extreme. 
I was I what I needed this especially today. Yeah, but you don't want that sort of abuse done to a person arrested by the police. Well, fair enough. But anyway, they okay. got about an hour in. It was hysterically funny, especially when Steve Bloom did perverted Elmo. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> what, what characters were they playing? It, it, it rotated. Every, let me see. I remember Steve Bloom was doing, uh, at one point was perverted Elmo. But who was he playing at the time? Uh, I, it might have been Mr. Green. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a bit typecasting, but yeah, okay. Perverted Elmo as the closeted gay guy? How's that typecasting? Well, it could it could be considered bad taste. But yes, it is it, it sounds like it would be fun. Yeah. Um uh let's see. Uh at one point Philomar did Samurai Jack. As I I I don't remember. It might have okay. been as Wadsworth. It might have been as Wadsworth. Okay. Um, I know Gray Griffin was Miss Scarlet as the Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. At one point. And, you know, I was enjoying it. And, again, whoever, you know what? I hope... Go to hell. Just go to hell. How could you ruin... So many people's enjoyment of this just for a cheap thrill. People are assholes. Yeah. Just, just because, yeah, just because you're at a Comic-Con doesn't mean you're not an asshole. <laughs> no, it happens. I needed that panel today. Of all days, I needed that panel. Hmm. Well, sorry. But I enjoyed what I saw of it. It was hysterical, and I really hope Jeff Zanini will will do another panel with Clue as the script because that was what I saw was just hysterically funny. Um, at one point, Mary Elizabeth McGlynn did someone as Governor Price from Star Wars Rebels. Oh, and she they did get her to do Zara. Very cool. Zara from Critical Role, of course. Uh, I mean, it was just it was just fun. And, and I just I, I don't understand what could possess someone to ruin that fu sort of fun for people. I just I don't. Um, It just may not just have been just that panel. They just may have been doing it to screw it up for everyone. Well, I'm pretty sure a lot of the other panels were being, you know, interrupted as the same thing. So, but like I said, of today, today of all days, I needed that. Well, you got some of it. That's kind of cool. Hmm. But anyway, so, <clears throat> so yeah, whoever you are, rot in hell. <laughs> Yeah, I hear you. We we saw a nifty movie today, so hey. Oh, you went out to see Venom. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. And we enjoyed it. So it, what? It, it takes a while for the joining. I think that's not too much of a spoiler. Right. 
in case you don't know what Venom is about, it's about a symbiotic creature. So, A symbiote, as it were. Yeah. Yes. So, it just takes a while for that to develop. But once that happens, woo, fun and frivolity. Yes. <laughs> and gratuitous head-eating. It's a, yes. it's a it's a it's a bit of a roller coaster climb to get up to that point, but once that roller coaster gets rolling, yeah, pretty good. Fair enough. And I'll have to say there was a pretty good pretty good uh, kiss scene. A kiss. Oh yes. Oh, oh. Oh. Oh, There's yeah. a great kiss scene. Oh yes. <laughs> and that's not spoiling anything. Nope. Nope. <laughs> uh, here's another thing I want to talk about real quick because uh, we, I mean, you know, everyone knows I'm big into to anime, and uh, recently Netflix released the live action version of Bleach. Right, we saw that. Yes, yes, we did. All right. Well, you want to know? How uh, okay? First of all, they they got the rich a lot of the original cast back, including Johnny Young Bosch's Ichigo, but they didn't ask the original voice for Rukia to come back. You want to know in, how in, the, she, in the live action in the live action version? You want to know how how Michelle Ruff found out sure. about this? Someone tweeted her about it on Twitter. She didn't even know about this project. Huh. Well, that's a shame. I mean, that's... So what you're saying is that the actors that are on there are the real actors, or they are people and the the, the the voice actors... The the people who did the original voices. The people who did the original voices. Was there a reason... Right. Uh, I'm considering still not, I'm still they confused. Considering they didn't even reach out to her, I don't know. Um, can, can we clarify my confusion? Yeah, Miles, uh, I'm guessing what he is saying is that the, the movie you watched was dubbed. Yes. Okay. So those are the actors that were physically playing them were not the voice actors. That is okay. correct. Got it. Still, it was still a great adaptation of a comic book, of the manga, of the comic movie, because it, they could not have put everything that was in that no movie. I mean, no in the way. in the in the original animated series into that movie, and it was done nicely. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, but I can't support a dick move like this. I'm not going. To, I had no idea. I don't. I don't know enough about actors and actresses to. If if it's too much of a problem, Adam, don't watch the show. Yeah. It was. It was enjoyable. We enjoyed, I enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And I, so we watched it before we even knew that the dubbed voices were not the original. So. Uh, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm just one, you know, I think it's a remarkable showing of bad faith that they reach out to, to Johnny Young Bosch, but not 
to Michelle Ruff. No so, so everybody in there other than Michelle Ruff's character was the original voice. Uh, let me see. Uh, Let's see. Wrenchy, um... Hat and Clogs? Hat and Clogs. All of them? I- I'm looking right now. Okay. Uh, according to this, so, uh, Ichigo was Johnny Ein Bosch. Chad had a different voice actor. Uh... Okay, there you go. Hold on. on. Orihime had the same voice actress. Urio had the same voice actor. Okay. Uh, it looks like Urahara Haddenclogs had the same voice actor, but let me double check. If I, 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 uh, his, his fight, he, his voice actor changed midway through the original, uh, run, but his final voice actor, yes, that was retained. Rukia's brother? Uh, I'm, uh, no, Kisuke, Haddon Clogs, Kisuke. Right. I I heard you. I'm asking about the Rukia's brother. I'm looking into Byakuya. Byakuya. Why do they have to have... Uh, and Renji. I'm, I'm, uh, yes. I think, I thought Renji was confirmed. Uh, no. Um, but then, Dan, Dan Ward. Uh, he had a different, he had a different, uh, voice actor. Okay. Uh, Renji Abari, let's take a look at that. Uh, he had a different voice actor. So, it, half of the people, uh, half of the people, it looks like they changed. But again, Rukia is pretty so, much the sec is the second principal character of Bleach. The ca- the, the the voice actor that did it was fine. We enjoyed I'm, the performance. Oh, I'm sure Cassandra Morris is a brilliant voice actress. I'm not I'm 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 not criticizing her performance. I'm saying this is a dick move. Okay. All right. Well, Uryu's voice actor was the same. So, of the principal cast, you had like I said, it looks like about 50-50. Okay. Okay. But but don't 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 say that the the you know just yeah it's stupid if they did not contact her that's sad but the 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 live action was still a very nice representation the father alone is amazing in this (laughs) and the two girls you know they don't have the role they did in the original you know uh anime versus the manga series but it's, it, they did a beautiful job with it. Special effects on the, the hollows are spectacular. <clears throat> so I, don't, 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 don't be mad at it just because the producers didn't approach her for the role. Enjoy it. It's, it is, it's pretty damn good. It could very well be that a physical actor, say the physical actor of Ichigo, his voice could have sounded something like Bobcat Goldthwait. And they're like, eh, we need to bring the original guy back. And I'm like, well, why don't we bring back this guy, that guy? And it could very well be that the actress that played Rukia, they decided, you know what? That's good enough. And they went with it. Well, see, I mean, if you, wanna, if you want to say that there's some conspiracy or that, that maybe she did something. 
I am not saying there's a conspiracy. I am simply saying it's a dick move to not even reach out to the person associate who has been associated with that character from the very beginning. What what happened so if if they reached out to her publicist and the publicist decided she was too busy and didn't even bring it up to her? Because I could tell you this, it wasn't about the money. Because I can guarantee you, Johnny Young Bosch is a bigger name and and has a bigger price tag than she does. Because Johnny, you know, Johnny Young Bosch is you know. All right, so let's go with that. Maybe it wasn't the money. It's very possible. Sometimes actors are difficult to work with. Maybe they decided we. Maybe there's some drama they didn't want to deal with. I don't know the reason they didn't go to her, but if you're saying it wasn't the money, I believe you. Well, I mean, I can't be sure, but I'm saying logically, if it was about the money, why would they hire Johnny Young Bosch, who probably com- commands a bigger price price than she does? I'm not arguing with you. I'm not saying it's. A, I agree with you. It's maybe it's not about the money. There could very well be a different reason we don't know about. But they made I, that. They made that call. And you're unhappy with it. I get it. Anywho. <laughs> I didn't even plan to go into that. I just happened to say, I was like, what? Those bastards! <laughs> Alright, well. I'm... I, I, I... Okay. I, mm. Alright. Uh, right. Go ahead. No, no. What were we going to say? Well... Sometimes there's changes in actors in different roles, and I'm like, like what was it? Oh, the Star Trek series. Kirstie Alley played uh, Lieutenant Savick in the first one. And then in the next Star Wars, because Kirstie Alley was a bitch to work with, they went with a different actress. And because of conflict issues, they couldn't go with that actress, and they played yet a third actress to play Lieutenant, Lieutenant Savick. And then the Star Trek movie, I think they skipped on five. I didn't watch five. I don't know what happened to five. But anyway, six... There was another half-Vulcan or Vulcan or half-Romulan Vulcan actress playing a role. It was, I think, Kim Cattrall, if I'm not mistaken. But that was, she was not playing the role of Lieutenant Savick. And they should have made it Lieutenant Savick. But apparently, that, that act, whatever, for whatever reason, the actresses in those roles just could not or would not come back. or They, they refused to bring them back in the case of Kirstie Alley. Because... Rumor was, she was a real bitch to work with. Nobody wanted her back. But anyway, I digress. But the point being, sometimes things don't work out. Uh, Hi. Ready to break? I don't get the impression that was the issue. Okay. Noted. I have nothing more to add. I don't know what to tell you. You think it's a dick move, and I'm like, okay. All right. I'm not going to argue with you. You know, I mean, some. Yes, obviously, sometimes cast changes happen. You're right. You know, but it strikes me, like I said, I, I just, I, I'm a big believer in the, you know, the idea of, you know, proper. You being. like consistency. I'm scared of like change. change. You don't like change. You're unhappy when, um, what's his name didn't play uh, Red Skull. Yeah, you were unhappy when uh, I can't remember. Damn, no, I was unhappy because he was disrespectful to the fans. Yeah, I know that. I it was change. Guy, you don't like change. I think the guy who who they got to repro- to do the role in, in Avengers was great. Yeah, but there, there um, you know, I, 
I, I, I'll just say that I enjoyed the story regardless, and I'm not going to let a minor actor change one way or the other affect my enjoyment of a movie. Okay. Well, I am missing my shit. I will disagree. I think you've got your... You totally have control of that. No. I'm not going to agree with you on that, Adam. I'm I'm missing the hour music. It's missing. Oh! Oh! Oh, that! Oh! I I completely misunderstood the context of what you were saying. I... It's not there! (laughs) Coughing. You need to stop coughing. I need to get... And of course, I can't find it on the Facebook... On Facebook. Let me pull up a YouTube video, uh, video here of some cats doing something crazy, and we'll just let that music play. Um, it could be worse. You could have video of what's going on in my living room right now. Loki is attacking the projected images on my window. It could be even worse than that. You could have me sing the intro music. Just oh, there, right. yeah, there you uh, go. I got the <laughs> intro. I don't have the out. Uh, the the. Uh... The. The three minutes until the show restarts music? Yes, thank you. I can always play the, 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 the Frank and Trace bump over and over and over again. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that'll go. Yeah, I could always do that. Uh, Press the button, Adam. It'll be just a second. I, I'm, I'm improvising! You're improvising and you're nailing it. Have we told you what a good job you do? You should give yourself a raise. We'll be talking about this later. Giving All you right. a raise? Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's give me a raise. Mm. All right, we'll be right. No, I. Oh, for fuck's sake! All right, we'll be right back after this. You're listening to. Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. That's the end of Act One. Intermission time. Go get some snacks. Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio. The show. Attention, people of Earth. What's going Attention, on there? people of Earth. Do not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable! I can't take it anymore! There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop-ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass! How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott! 
I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. And we're back for our number two here on Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Yeah, we went a little long last time, but, uh, you know, when I see something that pisses me off, I just gotta talk about it. And I'm sorry, when you when you go against Michelle Ruff, you make an enemy of me. Anyway, join well, me as... Well, at least we know you have your shit together. Yes, my shit is, in fact, together. <laughs> Still suffering from the wrath of Khan, huh? I blame it on you. <laughs> Proceed. How is it my... Wait, 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 wait. When I was blaming myself No, it's not your for... fault. It, it, it's clearly not your fault. I'm still blaming you for it. Though I, it's not your fault. I'll say that now. It's not your fault. Okay. Anywho. But it... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, anywho, uh, join me as always out of the city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the rogue DM dungeon master, Michelle Ligon. That is me. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm still having a, I, I have to keep yelling at the cats. They're, they're fighting over my ghosts and that's pissing me off. <laughs> Wait, we have, I have, I have a white screen in the front window. And I have a projected image on it that has these ghosts. And they zip back and forth over the image. The cats think they're play toys. And that's where the problem starts. Fair enough. All right, also joining us out of the great city of, out of, the city of Port St. Lucie, Florida. Uh, damn it. <laughs> Miles is gone. Yes, hello. And quick spoiler alert. I am currently thinking about a future text that involves the characters of Clara, Lilithil, and Lady Ash. Hello? Huh? What? Oh, yeah. I what? don't get it. No, it's... Miles is being a twit right now. That's all. I, it, it, it was a secret little message to Michelle, and I think she yes. liked it. Yes. I still want my game, though. Damn yes. it. <laughs> Sorry! All right. <laughs> I muted that cough for you. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah thank you. Uh, like I said, we're still suffering the wrath of Khan. Khan here. Uh, John Kendall is out again. He was supposed to go to the homecoming parade in Missoula, Montana, because it's homecoming, which apparently is a big deal. Wow. I mean, it is. Kudos to got... John for having all this social calendar stuff that perfectly coincides with our with the show good for him I'm... <laughs> you said it not me i didn't say that what did i say i was congratulating him. oh here's here's a little gem before we go on uh the federalist is saying brett kavanaugh should sue dr ford in the washington post for 20 million each yeah good luck with that of That's... course he's their backed candidate no, no, no. I, I am all for Kavanaugh doing that because you know what that means. Discovery! Discovery! 
<laughs> Go for it, Kavanaugh. Rock it, you turkey. Rock it. You take that and roll with it, baby. <laughs> cool. Rock it, you turkey. <laughs> Please do not throw us into that briar patch. Not that briar patch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he ha- he clearly he they clearly do not have an Admiral Akbar scent. It's a trap. No, 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 please, not that, not that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, 20 million. Go for it, buddy. What could go wrong? (laughs) What could go wrong? (laughs) They are not that smart on the right. They just are. I mean, what do you expect for people can't even hire decent audio engineers for their radio programs? You know, they get all those millions and millions and millions of cock dollars so basically liberals get cock blocked on national radio and Indeed. all of them sound like shit I'll admit we sound like shit but we don't have millions and millions and millions and millions, and millions of dollars but we sound better than they do Indeed, very much so yeah I mean I, I've, my microphone is less than a hundred bucks you know, all right. Uh, so what else is so? Uh, Kenny Pick will be in at the bottom of the hour, and as a special treat to you, our listeners, our beloved listeners, who without whom we would not have this this show, we will be opening up the phone. Kenny will be taking over the phone call uh, at the top of next hour. Um. So he's basically, he basically, we will sign off the station for just long enough to switch over because he's going to start a new phone call and everything. Excellent. But we're going to open up the phone line <laughs> so you can talk about what's what nerdy stuff you want to, be it move, you know, movies, be it Comic Con, be it whatever. But I want to talk about this, some more Comic Con stuff because uh, they released the first full length trailer for the reboot of Shira. Oh. Um, and this is another Dreams DreamWorks um, cartoon, and I gotta say, DreamWorks has been hitting it out of the park these past few years with Voltron, Legendary Defender, and Troll Hunters. I mean, I'm very excited, and I will say, I think it's actually really smart of them to reboot Masters of the Universe, the Masters of the Universe universe, starting with She-Ra instead of He-Man. I think that's a brilliant move. I yep. will not disagree with that. Do you, have a, do you have an opinion as a woman, Michelle? I mean, I know you were a bit old for She-Ra when she was on, but... Um, I hated the original She-Ra. Just because it was too prissy and unicorny and and princessy. And even though she had a sword and all that, she still seemed so... I, I, I wasn't... I wasn't fond of her. I remember the original cartoon, yes, but then again, I was a little older at that point. Yes, I was um, like five. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see. I'd like to see what the reboot does. You know, I, 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 I'm just saying. I think that it's it's a great move to reboot the entire universe, starting with Shira. Yes, that makes it a lot better than just being a, you know, the the whole uh, masters of the universe. Uh, uh, Eric of a uh, Grayskull, uh, you know, Adam. Uh, yeah, Adam. 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 I'm sorry. He's. Uh, I. It's okay. 
Um, I mean, they did try and reboot He-Man back in 2002, I think. And actually, they really did try and flesh out the background and universe a bit, but it got canceled. So what is it with Cartoon Network and canceling their good cartoons? Like, did they... You no, know, you guys wouldn't have watched the reboot of Thundercats, would you? Did you watch no. the reboot of Thundercats? No, no. They had Wilfred Ellis Lion-O. Mm -hmm. They had Robin Atkin Downs as, as Mumra. And they actually created lore and background and uh, did a lot of world building that you didn't get in the original and they canceled it because it wasn't selling toys. And it had Matt huh. Mercer as Tigra, by the way. Yeah, uh, cartoons can't sell toys that much anymore. I'm sorry to say. Uh, unless you're Star Wars or something that's really got a huge fran franchise behind you, it's 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 not going to be a... Uh, a, a, a game changer. However, Dolph Lundgren as He-Man? Oh my god. I just want to cry when I think of that. Yes. So who's, who's playing um, the live-action She-Ra, the main character? It's not, it's not live-action. It's a, it's a reboot of the... It's a cartoon reboot. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Is there a voice actress of note taking the lead role? Uh, <clears throat> I, not the, I don't recognize her name. But let's see here. What's well, her credits? Uh, I'm she working got on it. I'll just stay. I'll just sit here and ask stupid questions until you give me an answer. Uh, Amy Amy Carrero <laughs> is going to be uh, uh, Shira, and let me see here. Uh, Elena of Avalor. Blah, 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 blah. She was an American, an American Horror Story on election night as a picnic girl. She did a guest spot on Blind Spot. Hashtag cancel Blind Spot. She was an Alvin Blind and... Spot, the one about the football player? What? No, Blind Side. Never mind. Blind Spot. I understand. I heard you. That's why uh, I'm, She was I'm, an I'm... Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Squeakquel. Okay. <laughs> it, it was it, it was terrible. I haven't watched it, so I couldn't give you an opinion. But I will. I will trust. I will value your opinion on that. Consider yourself lucky. Um, I mean, it looks like. I mean, I, I don't recognize many of these names. I do know, however, that Mary Elizabeth McGlynn is involved. Okay. Uh, she. Uh, I think she is a, a director. Uh, oh, yes, okay. voice director. Eight episodes. Fair enough. Uh, so I mean, uh, like I said, I, I, I'm I'm looking forward to see what they do with the property and, and what they do with the universe. Um, I will also say that it has been confirmed the Dragon Prince has been picked up for a second season to air in 2019, hopefully sooner rather than later. Because oh my god, it was amazing. Cool. Have you been watching the Dragon Prince, dear? Um, I watched part of the first episode, but I want to hold off until after October because I want to. I want this. This is my horror movie time. Like, I I want to save something to keep me alive during November. Yeah, I, uh, so. <laughs> I can concur. Michelle in ha October is she she gains absolute like monopolistic control of the TV remote. I do not dare 
get close to it. No. Although we did watch uh, Amadeus today. Yeah, well, that was because your was Bridget was here. It was yes. unplanned. Yeah. And then the drama ensued. So yes, yes. well. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, anyway, so uh, I'm very excited about that. I love the first season, and you know, if you don't, if you want to hold off on the Dragon Prince, although. I can't necessarily 100% agree with that. You could also check out Troll Hunters. I'm holding off on that as well. I and I'm, I'm my this is horror movie time. This is cheeky horror movies. Everything from like 2000 back. I'm watching 70s, 60s, 50s. This is horror movie time for me. The Dragon Prince one about the one with like six or seven different schools of magic. Yes. Okay, I saw a little bit of that. Michelle might might want to wait until you know I'm available able to watch it with her. But you know. yep, at the end of October, the beginning of November, we'll start watching it. Yep. Maybe so. when we're taking breaks out of the heat, setting up all the decorations. How hot is it still there? Because it's starting to cool off a bit here. <sighs> it sucks. It's. Florida. It is still freaking hot. We are yeah. on either side of us is ninety degree water, so you know. <laughs> well, not ninety, but it's high. It's yeah. And huge algae blooms, thanks to the governor of our state diverting seven hundred million dollars of our water funds to other sources. And then now he's using that as a a a, a campaigning platform, saying, "I'm going to save our waterways." along with Brian Mast, who takes huge amounts of money from the sugar plantations. So, amazing, you, you stupid-ass Republican bastards. It's amazing how, how once uh, the uh, environment goes to shit, how the Republicans are all for it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Back, back, on, back, on, uh, back on topic. Come on. I, I made a promise, and I'm keeping it. Oh, sorry, knocked over my water. Um, no, I, I, I'm really looking forward to this. And they announced uh, the premiere of Three Below, which is the next chapter in the Tales of Arcadia series, which Troll Hunters is a part of. And that premieres on the 21st of December, which is also Aquaman Day. Oh. So well. that's going to be a tough choice to make. Hmm. But uh, in case, so uh, are, are you familiar with the basic uh, premise uh, of Troll Hunters, uh, Michelle? Yes, yes, I am. Okay, so Three Below is, is a science fiction uh, series that's going to take that's going to continue the Tales of Arcadia. And the basic premise is that two royal aliens and their bodyguard escape from their home planet, crash land on Earth, in the city where Troll Hunters takes place. And uh, they adjust to human culture and try to fix their spaceship to return and take back their home planet, which is being taken over by an evil dictator. So, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, some great... Like I said, Netflix has really been doing... What, what is that? Okay. Never mind. It stopped. Sorry. Don't mind me. Uh, okay. Uh, um... Netflix has really been hitting it out of the park with their animation. Especially, like I said, with DreamWorks. 
Uh, they've been doing cool. great stuff. I love Troll Hunters. Uh, oh, and, and just so everyone here knows, if you have a subscription for Hulu, they added a bunch of new dubs. If you, you know, John always makes fun of me for watching dubs, but for me, it, look, it's it's a give and take. If the dub is good and I like the people in it and the tra and the translation is accurate, and here's the thing, folks, you gotta remember. I know some Japanese, so I'm able to get it to figure out if, uh, if, uh, it, you know, an anime series has a decent translation or not. Um, the thing about dubs and subs, if I have the time to watch something and it's not in the background, I prefer a sub. I, I, I love watching subtitles. I love listening to the original music, the original voices in Japanese animation. That that is my high point but if i'm if i'm watching something and i have to do stuff and and i can't see the screen all the time i have to deal with a dubbed copy so i am for and against and you know for expedience dubbed is great but for when i want to sit down and immerse myself i want subbed i want to just immerse no, myself I in the original yeah product for, for me, it's all a matter of casting and accuracy of the translation. Uh, but anyway, so they now have dubs for not the entire series, but the first 52 episodes of Hunter x Hunter, which is one of my all-time favorite anime series. Uh, they also have... Um, <clears throat> oh, I forget what else. Uh, the first season of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. So that covers the first two arcs. Because the first season covered two, two, or the first season covered two arcs, um, and I forget what the third was. Uh, Hulu. Uh, I, was it Shippuden? No, I don't think it was Naruto. Naruto Shippuden. Uh, One Punch Man. Mm, heard of that. <clears throat> I actually interviewed the voice of one of of the main character of One Punch Man. Um. Uh, at my first AWA as a member of the press. But the big one for me is is Hunter Hunter. I love Hunter Hunter. Don't get me wrong; it gets really dark down the road. Uh. You know, at first it's all happy, happy. Gone is gank very ganky, energetic, and adorable. And then they introduced the Chimera Ants. Which reproduce by eating. And so when they, they basically eat something and incorporate its DNA into the next generation of Chimera Ants. And normally this wouldn't be a problem because they're usually teeny tiny ants. But a human-sized chimera ant eventually washes up uh, in the hunter hunter world and so she starts eating people and so each generation of chimera ants get, becomes more and more human and it just i mean it it it's hard to explain without you know saying watch the damn show so watch the damn show anywho cool. uh <clears throat> 
it, we're up against the the uh, the the bottom of the hour, uh, so we should get going. Kenny Pitt, again, don't forget open phones for the final hour. Uh, we'll try and do our. We'll try and do. We're gonna have, we're gonna go to break. We're gonna come back and do our uh, interview with Mary Elizabeth McGlynn. That is going to be. I'm telling you, she was. Miles backed me up. Was she or was she not an amazing human being? Yes. Wonderful. Gave us uh, buttons, the nerds vote buttons. Yes. Hell yes. Which I have here. I'm think. And it? we we wore those when we went to see Hal Sparks, and he knows them. He thought that was cool. I'm putting on my nerds vote, my 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 AWA badge right now. Oh, I unplugged my headphones. One second. Hello. We hear you. Okay, good. I was afraid I was afraid I crashed the program again. So, yeah, I'm wearing my AWA press badge and my nerds vote button. Thank you Mary Elizabeth McGlynn for that. So, uh yeah, we're going to we're going to go to break when we come back. Uh and we're going to do the Mary Elizabeth McGlynn interview and it's going to go well because we already know how it turned out because it's pre-recorded. <laughs> yes. But I have not heard it yet. So, no, it'll be you new haven't. to me. You know you have it, and we devo- I I made sure to make the part where we bring out the cookies a separate. I, I cut that out. You know, I, it's in. It, we will be playing that, but it's a separate. It's its Uh-oh. own clip. It's its own clip. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Good. I was worried there for a second. All right. So we're gonna go to break. When we come back. Uh, yeah, Mary Elizabeth McGlynn's interview. Amazing person. In case you haven't noticed, it's it's Halloween. So we're breaking out the stuff I did. Uh, I did the night the night show last night, and it was all Halloween stuff. And I uh, I had a blast. So yeah, we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. I won't argue that it was a no-holds-barred, adrenaline-fueled thrill ride, but there's no way you could perpetrate that amount of carnage and mayhem and not incur a considerable amount of paperwork. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
Happy Halloween from Indie Media Weekly. Children of the night, what music they make. Weekly.com. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total protonic reversal. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. All right. And we are back. Joining me as always, uh, the great... No, I'm not supposed to say great. Uh, city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Rogue DM Dungeon Master, Michelle Lagan. I am here. Excellent, excellent, <laughs> excellent. And also joining us out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master, Miles Lagan. Howdy. And finally, out of Cleveland, Ohio, Mr. Kenny Pick. Good evening, sir. How are you? Yes, he of the failing volume slider, apparently, because I had it all the way down, and apparently you heard me open my beer. So, and then, uh, but no one else. Last did. show, you, you you guys heard me yelling at my cat. <laughs> so I, I when just, it was but, all the way down. You know, no, it's know. okay. It's good to know because I mean, if it's starting to fail, then I gotta try and fix it. 
Yeah, because I think your microphone is a lot more expensive than mine. Well, it's not the mic microphone; it's the mixer, the that oh, I the, use mixer. the slider on. So. Oh, I just mm -hmm. assumed it was the mi I, I assumed it was the microphone with the volume slider. Okay. So, uh, just a reminder that we will be throwing open the phone. We we're still doing that, right? Yeah, absolutely. We just need to. I just need to restart the phone call on the break. Yes. And uh, I'll well, we'll open the phones off, next hour. Should I sign off the server, or you know? No, you can okay. keep going. You do, we just have to end the Skype call. Okay, fair enough. All right, so yeah, next so. next hour, so you can tell us your your opinions about the interview we're about to run with Mary Elizabeth McGlynn, who you may know as the voice of Major Motoko Kusanagi, as well as Zara from Critical Role, Julia from Cowboy Bebop. I mean, she's just been all over the place. Nice. The filthy imperial scum known as Governor Price. And Star Wars Rebels. Cool. Very cool. And so, also, uh, for everybody, uh, Susan and I put together a comprehensive must-view streaming horror movie list uh, from Amazon, Netflix, and some from Shudder. Because I'm telling you what, Michelle probably concurs. Shudder has some of the best horror movies on it right now anywhere. Oh, hell Yes. Speaking of streaming stuff, this is this is this is big. Uh, Shout Factory has put up Cinematic Titanic for, for free streaming, including the episode that I saw live for the fir the first episode I saw live, Blood of the Vampires. You remember the one with the the mother who was the vampire and she bit the son, who then bites his sister. It's it's a whole family affair. Kind of made being vampires creepy. Ah, okay. Uh, but no, seriously, watch Cinematic Titanic. It's it's excellent. It's got you know. So I, all right. So are we ready for the interview? Yeah. Rocket, you turkey. All right, here we go. This is uh the first cut where uh I introduce myself to and, and Mary Elizabeth. <coughs> Elisha. Elisha. I introduce myself, but I'm yes, Adam. Yes, nice to see you, Adam. And there's our bit one of our business cards. Great. And, um, as I mentioned yesterday, we work for uh, we do a live radio and podcast on Any Me Weekly. Great. We do a we do a mixture of uh, little politics and nerd talking. So this Yay. is Anime Con. We're here to talk about politics. No, we're here to talk about the politics. We can do that. <laughs> yeah, whatever you but, want to uh, do. It's Real? an important day for that. Well, yeah, yeah, especially. Not. But no. Um, first of all, I want to say thank you for for sitting down with us. It, it, it meant a lot when I saw that we got an interview with you. Miles can tell you, it meant the world to me. Oh, I'm so, so glad. Thank you. you. Know, thank you for was, having me. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you for coming. Because um, I, I, when I saw you, I was like, well, when I saw Steve, I was like, I know Mary Elizabeth is coming too. So I was like, um, <laughs> not always. Know. Not always. Well, but, but I try to whenever usually, I can. Yeah. You know, but um, so, like I said, we, we do a, a live show podcast. And um, if you would like, we will send, you know, once I get all the post production done, I will be happy to share this before we run it. Because we don't have a solid date to run it yet. I've got, you know, no there's always. We do now. This week we're running Best of Nerd Talk, our Avengers special. So, oh, awesome. You know, How fun. You know, but uh, so we did, we do have, basically, my methodology for this was I came up with some general questions about voice acting. Okay. And then some questions, you know, I also have a nerdy question to end the interview with because why not, right? Yes, more um, nerd stuff. So. Are you talking about the Game of Thrones thing? Yes. If, yeah. if you're, okay, if you good, watch, you know. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. I'm a Lannister. Yeah, yeah okay. I pay my debts. So, <laughs> if, and full disclosure, I'm wearing, I'm still wearing my Nerds Vote pin with my AWA badge. 
Nice. So, all right. So yeah, she was. She's a very delightful person. Uh, it was. A pr- I, I really enjoyed being able to to sit down. Like I said, it, 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 you guys can tell the, the audience it meant the world to me when I got when I got notice we got the interview. Absolutely. So. Uh, she was a delightful person, as we are about to find out as we go to cut to the interview where we cover her some of her important roles and the making of Cowboy Bebop. So first of all, <laughs> one thing we do is we always tell people some of your roles. Um, you were Julie in Cowboy Bebop, one of, yeah. one of the earlier known roles. I mean, the, I'm sure you're... The first series I ever directed was Cowboy Bebop, oh. and I fell so in love with Steve's voice as Spike uh, that... And, you know, the character kept talking about Julia, 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 and I was like, I don't know if she's ever going to show up, but if she does, I have to play her. I don't care if she sounds like a, a, you know, a little tiny, hi, little voice thing. I was like, I'm playing her because I'm madly in love with Spike. Okay. And you're you're also uh, Major Motoko Kusanagi in Ghost in the Shell. Yes. The, the standalone complex or the movies as well? Because it's been forever since I've seen um, And not the first movie. I wasn't doing voiceover during the first movie, and the actress who played her, I think, moved. Uh, so they had auditions, and I auditioned for when the Gets Act came out, and then we did Innocence and uh, the other movie. Actually, we did two versions of Innocence, which was kind of nuts. Um, uh, one for Canada and one for, I think, England. So... <coughs> Uh, two different directors. I think Richard Epcar did one, and Crispin Freeman did the other. I can't quite remember, Richard. If I got that wrong, I'm very sorry. Um, but uh, yeah, that was pretty amazing. And we did all kinds of games. We did uh, a first-person shooter version of a video game that I think is still running now—an online game. So she's still there. I think oh yeah, that was just like a year or two ago. Yeah, I mean, the major is a pretty influential character. Yeah, and, you know, and, and not just in anime, but in science fiction. Yeah. Um, and finally, these are my personal favorites because I'm an RPG nerd. Yay. Uh, Jenna Angel and Avatar Junior. Oh. I love those games. If you can find a way to actually make cannibalism a cogent plot point, you got me. No, not seriously. But <laughs> I loved how they actually did that, and it was such an amazing game. So, oh, and Janana in the first one, but Jenna Angel was mostly in the second one. But, oh, wow. You know, so How long ago was that? Uh, 2006, because I bought the first one when I went on my first vacation home to Illinois wow. when I was working at Walmart. So 2006. Oh, my gosh. So that's amazing. It's been a long time. But like yeah. I said, I'm an RPG, you know, like Final Fantasy. Yeah. I'm a Shin Megami Tensei fan. I've been so, in a couple of the Final Fantasies. Troy Baker dropped couple, me off a bridge. I remember. I which one was that? If I uh, Final Fantasy, was it 12? I played Nora and... Uh, Troy dropped me off. Oh, that's right, Final Fantasy XIII. Oh, Final Fantasy XIII, but then I was Heidelin in one of them as well, and the one after that, I think. But I was just a big crystal. Yeah. I just love, yeah, Troy Baker dropped me off a bridge in one of the Final Fantasy games. That's not nice. (laughs) No, well, he didn't mean to. Trust me, I know. I played the game. Oh, sure. But no, I just love that story about Cowboy Bebop, how she fell in love with Steve's voice. Well, you know, she's about to marry the guy. Hey, he's got a great voice, though. It's it's one of those voices that once you hear it, you recognize it everywhere. Well, I will say, you won't know unless, you, unless you're watching the video, you will not know Perverted Elmo is Steve Bloom. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, he's he's got to be pulling some tricks from that. That's yeah. kind of creepy. Like. I can't, I can't, I can't do those sorts of voices. But no, I thought that was a really nice story uh, about okay. about Cowboy Bebop. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, I, I, it's a good series. Yeah. Well, and, and she goes into that more in this next cut because Cowboy Bebop is probably, <laughs> excuse me, is probably one of the most influential anime series of the modern era, especially when it comes to anime in America. And so here she is talking about that. So, like I said, we've got some questions that are just about voice acting in general, then some, some, you know, some fun stuff. But, uh, well, I, I suspect I already had no the answer to this, but do you, do you have any sort of special connection to any certain role? We used to ask, what's your favorite character? It's so, like, I can't choose. It's like, you I can't choose. You can't choose. But the thing is, is that... Who's your favorite child? Yeah, <laughs> I know. You can't. But there definitely yeah. have been roles that have been, uh, turning points in my life, in my career. Julia, obviously, to, to direct... The dub for Cowboy Bebop changed my whole life. Nice. Uh, I'd been doing on camera, uh, and you know, being rescued over and over and over again by Chuck Norris and Lorenzo Lamas and Lucy Lawless, and uh, and to start directing was for the first time I actually found a, a semblance of control in a weird way. It was like the okay. first time I got to steer the ship, which was sort of amazing because we didn't know what we were doing. They just kind of let us go after, I think, the first two sets, uh, which would be like the first six episodes. I was just sort of left alone with an engineer and the actors, and we didn't think anyone would ever see this show, and it was so gorgeous. And we just thought, well, it's our job not to screw it up, and since no one's ever going to see it, let's let's do something different with it. Let's make it very naturalistic, because no. it really is westernized in a lot of ways, just the style. Watanabe-san did a beautiful love letter to American cinema and theater and storytelling cool. throughout almost the entire series. So we thought, well, let's make it something that we would want to watch, you know? So we, we made it for us. and. Uh, Sometimes um, when you do that, it it actually resonates. Now I'm to very other people. looking forward to it because yeah. we just got my wife and I just bought uh, Cowboy Bebop. And oh. We just got before we got to the, the anime. We just got to the, the episode with Ed. Oh, so we're we're yeah, getting Ed. there. We're getting there. So I'm looking forward to it. Sounds yeah. really Ed. nice. That's what, what else can you say other than Ed? <laughs> I will say it's a shame you didn't bring your box set of Cowboy Bebop, Miles. You could have gotten him to sign it. I think. Michelle, did you buy it online, just for streaming? Oh, just streaming. Correct. Ah. Well, it was a thought. Because <laughs> they did just they did just release it on Blu-ray, and it's actually pretty cheap. I may have to buy it. Well, the thing is, I had seen the series before. I I was I I had seen Cowboy Bebop before. Miles had never seen it, so I actually we bought it online for him to see. Right. I, it it uh, we are starting to get into the habit of just buying everything digitally now, so it's just stored in the cloud. We don't need to worry about the disc getting lost, or we just own it online. We just log in with our account, and it's there. And I can watch it anywhere as long as I have an HDMI cable and my computer and a Wi-Fi access. We're good to go. Yep. Oh, that that is true. But I will say, Blu-ray twenty nine dollars sixty cents. Kenny, I'm I think I'm gonna have to bite that bite that. Uh, particular bait you're gonna bite it i'm gonna i'm gonna have to take bite that hook <laughs> uh all right uh so yeah i um so yeah cowboy bebop was i mean and again she thought they were convinced no would see it and it turns out to be one of the most seminal anime series in, in america you know which i, I, yeah. I think just, you know boy was she wrong about that one huh <laughs> <laughs> 
because you have to Nine, well, yeah, I'm not. I'm not like mocking her for being wrong. I'm no, just no, saying, no. That's I mean, fine. Uh, you know, when you ask a lot, you know, like oh, most American, an- you know, people been watching anime for several years, you're gonna almost always hear someone mention Cowboy Bebop somewhere in the somewhere in the conversation. Um, it's like I said, it's, it it and Ghost in the Shell are probably two of the most influential dubbed anime series ever. You know, it those two Sailor Moon. Um, is is pre- is pretty important in my opinion as well, just because S- Sailor Moon was when anime started to become mainstream. Yeah, but a lot of kids like Bryce's age are gonna mention Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, they're young whippersnappers. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, so here is the next cut where uh, Mary talks about the making of Ed, and again, there's no other way to describe this character. Ed is. Ed. <laughs> I'm going to have to see if I can find, like, a Best of Ed compilation to run next segment. All right, here's, here's she... T- here's she t- hmm? Well, originally, when Miles said, who's Ed, I was like, Ed is Ed. You have yeah. to see Ed. And it's like, is he a boy or a child? I'm like, Ed is Ed. Just go with it. <laughs> yeah, you, you cannot understand Ed, so don't try <laughs> Yeah, real quick, uh, Michelle, uh, your mic is really overmodulated. It's really loud and getting distorted. Is there a was there an issue earlier? Uh, yeah, we had some. Let me just try to get away from the machine a bit. Okay. Oh no, no worries. Oh, you so you're on a different machine. I get it. No problem. No, Skype was giving us hell earlier. It wouldn't even let me hear anybody. So oh, wow. I'm not sure what's going on. Is it? Is this okay? Gotcha. Yeah, that's fine. I pulled the machine back a bit. Yeah, it's it's on the laptop, so the laptop mic may be flaring up for some reason. Gotcha. Is there more oh, to the sorry interview? Sorry to interrupt. Please continue. Yes, there's, there's more to the interview. We're we're probably going to run some of it next segment too. All right. Uh, here here is the ma- and I just tell this one the making of Ed. Ooh. Ed's amazing, and, yes. and Melissa Fawn and I just. Played and both of us had musical theater backgrounds, Melissa especially. So there was a lot of music involved in, in making Ed uh, the the um, uh, westernized version of Ed as opposed to the Japanese version. So it was uh, we used a lot of her theater background Very to nice. sort of sculpt out the vocal qualities of Ed, which was so much fun and so fantastic. And we just couldn't go weird enough with her. Because <laughs> she was this like... great, great character. She's very. So yeah, I mean, like I said, you can't describe Ed other than saying Ed. Um, I'll find I'll find that something from from Ed, because I mean, like I said, they took a lot of liberties with this dub. I mean, like they did a complete one eighty with the character of Faye Valentine, um, and it paid off. I mean, that's the thing is that when you take when you take gambles like that. Yeah, you may fail, but if you win, you win big. And they won big. And Kenny, by the way, Cowboy Bebop, there's a heavy metal-themed episode. Cool. So just just kind of baiting that hook for you. All right, right. do we we want to run one more cut cut before break, or... uh... How many are there? Uh, I've got uh, I've got uh, five, six, seven, uh, four, uh, five more. Yeah, do one more. Okay, here we go. So yeah. This is... 
Uh, this is where Miles brings out the cookies. Can I introduce oh, you no. real quick? Oh, yes. I'm um, sorry. My wife, my wife, who was also on the show with wife. us. Yes. yes. Well, she baked these cookies. These are home baked <gasps> and brought to uh, and, Tempton and, and, and uh, you know. We hope the bride has been accepted. So these are uh, double chocolate chocolate chip. Yes. And molasses crinkles. They're, oh, uh, now, I'm, I'm, these are my personal favorite. They are the white chocolate key lime. The aftertaste on those is amazing, and these are in a zip because they're these are real blueberries in those cookies. They're lemon yeah. drop. They're cake like. is very moist, oh my gosh. and so uh, okay. Please well, buy, buy all these. Since the, the recommendation, but I'm a chocolate fan. But I'll start with. Oh, I'll the, start with. But, this. I mean, but, and uh, we're not greedy. This please. we're gonna we're gonna share this with we're gonna share please, this with, gotta, with Steve oh. too. Yes. The oh. more decimated this looks by the time we get to Steve's interview, the better. Yeah. Oh, key lime, so good. <laughs> There we go. So, yes, our bribe of cookies was accepted. She took my... Uh, and I will say that by the end, when we got... By the time we got to our last interview, we were the cookie people. Miles, is that not true? <laughs> I was... I was... Well, they, they called me the cookie... Yeah, oh, the they called me guy. the cookie guy, but yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, she, it was, I would say, come on, it's not a bribe, it's a tribute. Good word. We'll go with that yes. in the future. Well, yes, we will. We will call it a tribute. Yes, tribute. Uh, All right. So we're going to go to break. We're going to have to stop the call for for briefly. But I will not be signing off the server. So open phone lines next uh, segment, along with the remainder of our interview with Mary Elizabeth McGlynn. I, I'm like I said. I'm. I, uh, she was so nice to us, and I'm so glad I got her to sign a Zara print. Cool. So, all right. Uh, see, we'll be back after this uh, for the remaining hour of uh, what's this show called again? I'm I'm having a senior moment. Uh, Mike, check the Brady. cookie program. The cookie program. The yes, the cookie program. And courtesy I, of Michelle. Courtesy, yes, courtesy of Michelle. I, my, uh, the hour music thing is missing. I had to, I had to improvise, Kenny. And all of a sudden, everything went dead. So I'm guessing everyone's muting for the break. Yes. Okay. There we go. This. All right. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. The point I'm trying to make is that I am the most unpleasant, rude, ignorant, and all-round obnoxious arsehole that anyone could possibly have the misfortune to meet. Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio. With the show. Attention, people of Earth. What's going Attention, on there? people of Earth. Do not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message. And now, 
Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebers. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable. I can't take it anymore. There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott. I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. Not really. There's our problem. All right, and we are back for the final hour here on Mike Check Radio. Wow. Right, Michelle, uh, is that your mic? Yeah, that's her. Yep. What? Me? Very hot mic. You got some okay. wind Sky- or... Skype sucks. Yeah, Skype does suck. All right. Anyway, join me, as always, uh, the city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Rogue DM Dungeon Master. She of the hot microphone, Michelle Legon. Not talking. <laughs> We didn't say you couldn't talk. It's all right. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, no worries. All right. And also joining us out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master, Miles Legon. Yes, indeed. Hello. And finally, out of Cleveland, Ohio, he is not the mistake by the lake, but the roar by the shore, Mr. Kenny Pick. I am here, and uh, my Dakota fire pit, uh, you can check out uh, over on the Turnips page. I made a minute-and-a-half-long video giving everybody a tour of my brand-new Dakota fire pit. Not 100% pleased with it, but it is functional, and it is going to be christened this evening. So it's also on my personal Facebook page as well. Fair enough. Does that sound better? Yes. Oh, so much, yeah. That sounds amazing. Well, the new Skype just... I don't know how the hell it updated because I turned off auto updates and it went and updated it anyways. And now it effed up all my settings. So, well, sounds you know, perfect. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Uh, whiskey, t- <laughs> whiskey Tango Foxtrot Skype. What the? Well, uh, yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. <laughs> all right. All right. So, phone lines are the phone line is open, but we're also going to be running. Yes. Our, we're going to finish running the, the interview with Mary Elizabeth McGlynn, who I think we can all agree so far. Oh, I accidentally put her in the American Taliban cart. I hope she won't be angry. Get get her out of there. She might catch something. <laughs> uh, well, it's empty except for her. I just put her in, in oh. an empty, empty cart. We haven't used that in ages. Oh, no. it's, it, uh, it is a little oh, dusty. Hold on. <laughs> Okay, there we go. I, I should have cleaned up that cart before I put her in there. I'm so sorry, Mary. Oh my God. I know I'm a terrible human being. Well, but that's been pretty well established for oh, six and a you half. You got a trophy years. for that. Yeah. All right. So uh, here is uh, Mary talking about the major, who, as I point out, Major Kusanagi, and she mentioned Richard Epcar earlier. Can you feel remember? And Richard Epcar is the voice of Bato, who is in your box. That's right. 
What are uh, you going to say? You don't even know your own name, you, you stupid, stupid dickhead. Dick. Yeah, Richard, I, and I, I actually, I have some stuff, uh, I have some of, uh, some, um, <laughs> some, um, Richard Epcar as well. To wit, I have, I thought I had it. Oh, did I put it? Well, never mind. <laughs> I, I've got it somewhere. So, uh, here is, uh, Mary Elizabeth McGlynn talking about the major, and I usually, like I said, I usually just call her the major. You respect the major, goddammit. Uh, the other character was, because I had been playing so many sort of battered women who needed rescuing, when I started playing uh, Major Motoko Kusanagi, she helped me find my voice, my strength, to play such a strong woman, uh, uh, cyborg, humanoid yeah. being, um changed my life and helped me become a stronger person and helped me be braver in my own life to speak and to uh, just be me and, and be confident and, and strong and, and she was she's a great role model I think oh yeah like I, said, she... I guess I cut that a bit too close but uh, anyway uh, here, here are my Richard Upcar drops here's uh, one. Oh my god <laughs> and uh no shit and finally very nice oh no and i i queued up this one for you and just what are you going to talk about you don't even know your own name you stupid dickhead <laughs> dickhead <laughs> <laughs> i love that delivery you know, yeah, but I, I gotta I, say, she she is she she sounds like just a wonderful human being. Why is it that artists are the best people in the world? Because to be a good artist, you have to be empathetic and intelligent, maybe. Well, this and is also true. She, you know, she heads up the nerds' votes. Hell which, yeah! Which we're about to talk about in the interview. But thank you nice. for bringing up. Thank, and again, good segue. Wearing my nerds vote button, which I got from Mary Elizabeth McGlynn personally. I'm gonna see if I can get away and, wearing, wearing this bad boy. And you and uh, Miles got me one as well, so I am yes. very happy. Nice. Yes. All right. So uh, I'm guessing we don't My have bad. any calls yet. <laughs> so here we are. Uh, I don't. I, I don't. Uh, we also talk about how about Star Wars because again, as I mentioned, she's had a role in Star Wars Rebels where she was Governor Price, and I. I we discussed very briefly about how Star Wars is basically modern myth. Mm-hmm. Totally love the nerds vote button too. That yeah. Well, I've got mine. I was yeah. able to get a nerds vote button in time for the con our nerds vote shirt in time for the convention. I'm sorry, that was that was a personal failure on my part. Well, but I'd love to talk about nerds vote if you. Oh want yes, to that was on one of the questions. Okay. Well, Same game. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, I I went away from the. Um, oh, and the last character that I loved playing completely was Governor Price in Star Wars Rebels. That's right, I forgot to mention that because we're, well, I'm at least, I'm at least Rebel scum. I don't know about Miles. <laughs> I, I'm a game master for Star Wars games, so sorry. He can't take, no, he can't yeah. take, he can't no, take sides. I, I, I enjoy the, the the entire universe, that's great. But, um, yeah, I gotta go to the dark side sometimes. Well, because Governor I gotta Price challenge was, the players. Yeah, she was the most evil. Dave Filoni said that she has no redeeming qualities whatsoever, which is great. Although she does have one moment of honor sort of at the end of season four, which is great. But now in Star Wars Resistance, I've switched over to the Resistance. I'm cool, playing cool. uh, right. Ace Pilot Freya Fenris, uh, which should be really fun. 
in this new series. So if I can ask, since you brought Star Wars, I mean, what's it like basically being a part of a modern myth? Because Star Wars is a modern myth. I mean, mm -hmm. Lucas was very influenced by Joseph, Joseph Campbell. Campbell who, yeah. You know, Bonds can tell you I worship at the altar of. Yes. I'm a mythology. I'm a mythology buff. So I mean, it's a big deal to be a part of this huge, growing, and arguably dysfunctional family of Star Wars. Yeah. Well, I think the reason why it still resonates is because it's it's a conundrum that the the our story as human beings continues to unfold, and we still haven't figured it out, you know? I mean, it's uh, we, we continue to have the same struggles, existential, intellectual, emotional, over and over and over and over again as, as we evolve as a species. There's still something in our fundamental core that we're still searching for. We're still on this hero's journey. And I think that's why it always continues to resonate oh, yeah. like, now. I mean, I've got a three-year-old nephew, and I'm, I'm just waiting until he's old enough for me to start showing him Star Wars and Indiana mm -hmm. Jones. And I how, how old is he? Uh, three. He three? just turned okay. three in April. Uh, he's I do enjoy those videos where they show the kids. The kids see for the first time the I am your father. They're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I think Resistance, it's, it's skewed towards a younger audience. So uh, well, yeah. give it a shot. Yeah, I, I will. Well, they will. I mean, they live in New Jersey. I live in, I live in Alabama, but I'm, we're, my, me and my sister from Illinois. Oh, so. what part of New Jersey do they live in? Colonia by New uh, Newark. Newark. I was born in Newark. I see. Huh. Yay. Well, that was a that was coincidence, but thank you. So yeah, I you know uh, she's basically a, a part of a big, happy, vaguely dysfunctional family that is the Star Wars universe. Very cool. It's I do not, have a. Go ahead. It is. It is not a dysfunctional family. <laughs> You're telling me the Skywalkers aren't a dysfunctional family? No, no, the universe is not dysfunctional. It's the people that are in it that can be dysfunctional. Just like our current modern day situation, you know? Look, I'm sorry, I should have worn pants. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I did wear so, pants the entire convention. Well, I will say this, in the defense of Star Wars, Luke kissed his uh, sister not knowing that they were brother and sister. Correct. Trump max on Trump max on his daughter and knows that they are that he, she was sired from his loins. I I I will make a small point point of contention that Luke uh was innocent. Uh it was Leia that made the first move. She moved in without consent. I I'm just going to lay it out there and that's how it happened. How I saw it happen. <laughs> yes. There you uh, go. Objection, objection noted. Okay. But yeah, so uh, I really need to sit down and watch Rebels, though. I really should. I I'd like to as well. I, I enjoyed the Clone Wars series, and I think I. We could I, do a, We could do a group viewing. If, if, yeah, if you think about it, every day we are reinterpreting our mythologies. Vampires are being reinterpreted. Uh, Star Wars is reinterpreting the whole, uh, you know, the princess, you know, the whole fantasy, you know, genre. We're doing it every day. I mean, uh, uh, what? Vampires sparkle now? <laughs> Look, it's, no, I said sure. this. Sure. <laughs> what the hell? I've said this before and I'll say it again. There is only one man allowed to sparkle. That is Alex Louise Armstrong from Full Metal Alchemist, the strong iron alchemist. Any other yes. sparkling by men is for, forbidden. 
No, no. David Bowie is allowed to sparkle. And uh, well, okay. sparkle True. he will. Okay. Forever. Well, we'll, Elton John. And Elton, Elton John, John as well. Elton okay. John. Okay. Yes. Yes. We can, we'll add them to the list. So Alex yes. Louise Armstrong, Elton John, David Bowie. Everyone else Correct. for Bowden. Yes. Oh, Although no. he didn't sparkle, I could see how he could. And that's the uh, the character. Um, what was the name, that character's name that uh, Dwayne Johnson played in um, Malawi? Malawi? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, you thank you. You know, you're welcome. <laughs> you know, that character. I can't remember his name. I don't know. Moana? Yeah, that's oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even watch Molly. those movies and I knew that. <laughs> okay. It's a I'm, fun I'm movie. Sorry. It's okay. Messing with Jenny, I, I think you would I, I think you would actually enjoy the humor in that movie. Mm, no. no. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want those mo- I don't watch those movies. Okay. It was funny. It was not watching funny. not watching movies about living toys, princesses, uh talking lizards, any of that crap. I don't watch those movies. Okay. It was That's know. lizardous, Kenny. I love I, I yeah. love you, Kenny. Anyways, so. <laughs> that is lizardist. Well, this is nearly as harsh as all the music I said I hated on uh, Turn Up the Night the other night. <laughs> <laughs> How Which much I more Mary Elizabeth we got? Uh, two more clips. Okay, I have right. a story after that. Okay, so uh, after both of them, or after the next one? Yes. And, and my snob was not related to you, Kenny. You know okay. that, right? <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I totally forgot about that. But now that you're reminding me, boy, am I sore. No, uh, I'm kidding. But yeah, go ahead. Uh, finish up the clips. All right. Here is uh, Mary talking about nerds vote, which, again, wearing my button. I'm excited about it. Um, so why don't we talk about Nerds Vote? Um, yes. Because I'm, I, I will admit I'm not as good about plugging it as I would like because I do believe in the cause. Mm. So and, you know you. I try to at least mention every now and then Nerd, you know Nerds Vote, check it out. But you know, no, you know, no, like it, it's just something I do in my own accord because I'm one of those people. I want everyone to vote. If we're gonna fight, as you know, air yeah. quotes, I want to be a fair fight. That means everyone in, everyone in the pool, all cards on the table. Let's have an actual serious discussion slash vote about what what, what to do. Exactly. So I'm all for getting as many people, even if I don't necessarily agree with them politically. Yeah. Um, but well, here's the thing. This is a government by the people, for the people. And for it to be that, we have to vote. Otherwise, it's by the corporations, by the for the lobbyists. Special or interests. for the sub- yeah. special interests. So... Uh, Nerds Vote was created by uh, Courtney Taylor and J.P. Karliak and myself. It was really Courtney Taylor's baby, and she brought us on. And it is a nonpartisan uh, group of nerdy-ass voice actors uh, who want to spread the word uh, in the nerd community that you know the geek shall inherit the earth. Yeah. <laughs> we vote, I like you know. That. So we need to vote, and now especially is a time that we need to get out of complacency where we may have been in the past, because what's happening now. Uh, is horrific and needs mm-hmm. to be is, is this really what we want is this really how we want to be represented in the world is this really how we want uh, ourselves to be represented in our own country and if that's not the case then you have 
a voice and you have a right to be heard and the strongest way for your voice to be heard outside of volunteering, outside of you know going door to door to support your local candidate is to get people registered to vote. Absolutely. It's the most important thing that we can do, especially young people. Oh, yeah. Young people, this country is yours. This is what you will inherit. And if you don't like where it's going, get educated, get informed and vote for what matters to you. It's so, so important. Yeah, it is. I agree. And like I said, it's not about winning or losing. It's about, like I said, getting everyone in the pool because the idea of a political debate is I talk to you and you talk to me and somewhere along the line we say, wait a minute, we look at each other. That's a great idea to say, you know, we exactly. say, that, you know. And an open dialogue starts as opposed to one person who represents less than a quarter of the United States not mm. speaking for the rest of us, for the 75%, because people didn't choose to vote or just thought my, my vote doesn't matter and it does every vote matters and every voice needs to be heard I and I I, I agree you know and, and I, I, I it's like I said I believe in the cause <laughs> I believe in nerds vote so please uh, consider buying a t-shirt uh, help, uh, sign up to help uh, volunteer help them at a convention to register they are a non-partisan organization although I'm pretty sure uh, Mary Excuse liberal. Yeah. Um, you think? I, I believe so as well. Although I have to agree with her about young people needing to go out and vote. And I, yeah. I, I, in my opinion, it is because of the young people that have not gone out to it that we find a situation we're in now. So basically, blame the young. And that, you know, that means Adam. I, I want, I want Adam. to say, I want to say right now, as I agree with her 100%, because I believe the children are our future. Teach them strong and let them lead the way. <laughs> Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them a place to, I don't know the rest of them. Oh, you are so bad, Kenny. <laughs> oh, behave. All right. It could also be better if I could do a good JFK. I believe the children are future. <laughs> That's not bad. That, that is you. actually not that bad. All right, here's the last one where we ask the nerdy question. Who does Mary want to see sitting on? We're going to have to retire that. Can, Kenny, we're going to have to retire that question next year. Can you believe it? Dun, 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 dun. Well, yeah. that's if you interview the same people again. Well, but by the time AWA comes around, Game of Thrones will be over. We'll know who is sitting on the Iron Throne. Oh, Park. fair point. Fair point. All right, here we go. And then I did I did dig up a, a, a Radical Edward clip for us to share after Miles' story. We're near that point. I know. For the I probably, yeah. Ah. Yeah, the, the nerdy question. So yeah. uh, we, we, this was we, this was kind of a, pre, a pretty big hit last year. Uh, Game of Thrones is ending next year. Well, the, the, the you know, nobody's good. So, well, yeah. I'm going to have to cut that out. <laughs> but anyway, um, so our question was, who do you want to see sitting on the Iron Throne at the end and why? Just, just, Lisa, I figured this was a fun way to end the interviews. The Red Dragon. Uh, <laughs> I think Daenerys. I think Daenerys would be the strongest. I mean, I, I love me some Cersei, you know. Um, uh, I think Sansa would be an amazing... Um, she's grown. Uh, Sansa is growing all the time, and I think she's very level-headed, and she certainly has been through it. Uh, they all have. All the women on that show... Arya is my favorite. I just yeah, Arya is amazing, but Arya needs to head up uh, the 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 Secret Service. I mean, yes. Arya needs to be you know in out there uh, working the shadows, working in the shadows, Kingsguard. Um, but I think uh, if we can Kingsguard. get Sansa and Daenerys together, 
uh, that that would be a very positive thing. Yeah, you know? I agree. I think that whoever it is, Tyrion's going to be the hand of the king. He's astute politically. Yeah. They, he's safe because I say he is necessary. As long as they have enough wine, I'm <laughs> sure he'll be fine. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, um, they'll, they'll be poking in any second. But I they just already did. That, well, what? The five minute warning. I got the five minute warning. I saw that. But I just want to say that, um, you know, if you guys ever want to send someone to talk about Nerds Vote, you know, in October, because we got this big election. Yeah, you know, we do. I, whoever wants to do it, you know, I, you know, we will be. We want. We are happy to lend our microphone, that our platform. That would be amazing. No matter, you know, uh, to to them. Um, if you guys ever have like an audio promo, we will add it to a regular rotation. I I I, I meant I kind of felt I kind of felt failed to fall through with Courtney Taylor because I was busy at work. <laughs> we we were down like three people at oh, my place no. of work. So, I you know I was I was naughty. <laughs> but um. Shame. Yeah. But shame, shame, <laughs> shame. shame. But no, seriously. Boing. Our plat, you know, our platform is yours. And I okay. think that's it. I think someone's coming in. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Thank you so much, you oh, guys. I really very appreciate much. you uh, talking I like and everything. Would you like to take a few? <laughs> and of course, yeah. Miles, Miles has to plug the damn cookies. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Uh, uh, now, uh, you may have killed your mic feed on that. But on the uh, the little microphone that uh, I had, it does continue to tape, and you might have been able to pull where she. I I'm pretty sure she shames the other people coming in the room for having. They had Oreos, mint chocolate Oreos, as their cookie offering. <laughs> oh. All right, I'll have to dig that. I'll see if I can dig that. Up. <laughs> um, anyway, my story. Yes, please. So. In that interview, after the cookies got introduced, you know, we're there and Mary Elizabeth is talking about uh, Star Wars and Nerds Vote and other other issues and stuff like that. So there's this assistant in the room. Her name is Alicia. And she's from Gainesville studying um, electrical engineering. Good field. And so she's sitting there. She's also partaking of the cookies. And she had grabbed a few and was eating them quietly sitting there while we were doing the interview. And I'm there looking at Mary Elizabeth McGlynn and as, uh, as the interview's going on, I'm nodding. And it, you, you hear me, you know, um, chiming in every now and then with an uh-huh, mm-hmm, good, and stop, I'll make some... And stopping me from making a fool of myself by fidgeting excessively. <laughs> I had, Well, you're welcome. <laughs> it's okay. I, I feel as your wingman, that was my job. So anyway, I, I happen to be watching Alicia with my peripheral vision, which I sometimes do. I just, you know, I'll just, out of the corner of my eye, I'll, and I won't look at her, but with my, I could see what she was doing, and she was eating and enjoying Michelle's cookies. And I happened to notice that she had just finished the last one. She had pulled like three out of the can or whatever, and she had just finished the last one. So I'm there nodding at Mary Elizabeth McGlynn as she's continuing to talk. And I move in with both my hands and I grab the tin of cookies and I silently, without looking at the assistant, I silently lift up the tin of cookies and move it a full foot towards the assistant without even looking at her. No eye contact, nothing. It was just an obvious move of the cookies towards the assistant. And the assistant, I could see convulsed in laughter. She suppressed it. She suppressed the laugh. But I saw that she laughed when I did that for her. <laughs> and, awesome. And, so, uh, yeah, I remember I did that, and that, that was a fun memory. Yes, but tell them about what happened the, the next morning. Was it? I oh, think it was, yeah. Yes. So next morning, uh, we're going to breakfast at our hotel, and in the process, it, uh, Alicia was there. 
And, um, you know, she was wearing, I don't know, Shocker's outfit. Some, you know, what, what, what teenage, what, not teenage, but what uh, college kids wear, you know. And, and, and so she's just there getting breakfast. And I just call out. I just call her out. I happen to, you know, dedicate her, her, her name to memory because sometimes that's important. Anyway, so I call out. I go, hey, Alicia. And she looks at me. And she goes, oh, hey, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And. You know, and I, I think I mentioned, you know, you know, and she, she, we had a short, brief conversation about the cookies, or whatever. So Michelle and I go get breakfast, and Alicia is sitting by herself at a table, and we're happening to walk by. It's like, you know, you know, and and, and I, I don't remember exactly how it for, unfolded, but she's like, yeah, sure, join me or whatever. So we sat down there, and we had a break, we had breakfast with the assistant, and uh, in the course of that. It, we revealed her, so it's like, hey, you know, we have a lot of leftover cookies that we're not going to, you know, sorry, Adam, they would have gone to you, but Alicia accepted the offer <laughs> as a college student. Like, Curse you, Alicia! <laughs> so, so she followed us up to our room, and we sorted out the cookies uh, that morning for uh, Dante, and um, and the, and uh, with the exception of about three cookies, the rest went to her, <laughs> and so she was very happy, and and just uh, I said, all right, you be sure to share them. And she's like nodded and like, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, she left the room and, uh, yeah, very nice encounter. So uh, I, I, I think that went well. And uh, yeah. Yeah, she was more, nice. more cookie stories to follow. I Spoiler alert, waiting for the Mike, Michael Sinternicklaus. Uh, all right, uh, that we'll, one. See, we'll see about that. Um, honestly, though, I, 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 I like the story about, I, you know, I, I, yeah, I, we didn't record that bit. I don't think we should actually air that. We don't, we don't want to cause friction amongst our friends. You what know. friends? Well, the I mean, other, other the interview other, group. Yeah. I'm not going to name them by name. They're anonymous. Okay. Well, all right. So real quick before we go to break, I dug this up. Uh, no calls yet, Kenny. I haven't even given out the number because we were still playing the clips, and it's, it's <laughs> oh, time shit. for break. Oh, I blame last, Adam. Last half hour. I blame. <laughs> I blame myself. I blame. Yeah. Myself. So yeah, we'll take calls, but I got a huge list of movies too. So. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> all right. Despite all appearances, Adam still has his shit together. Mostly. Yeah. But that Mostly. was a great interview. Good job, guys. But we should go to break. Yeah, like I said, uh, she was, she was a very, very nice human being, um, and you know I hope you don't mind that I took the liberty of offering our platform to Nerds Vote. I would love that. I would absolutely love that. I probably should have uh, ran that by time you. you. Next time, but next time you go over my head, mm-hmm. you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't go. I won't go over your helmet I, I, again. I promise. Yeah. Okay. All right. No, no, I, you know, you know me well enough that I would never, ever refuse for a good cause like that. I would, I love the idea of running um, PSAs for noble causes on our show, uh, or I'm sorry, on our network and shows. So I would run, gladly run it and interview anybody on Turn Up the Night as well. Yes, of course. I mean, you know, who knows? Maybe one year you'll join me at the convention and uh, Mary Elizabeth McLean will be there and we'll actually be able to sit down and devote a whole thing to uh, uh, Nerds Vote. Sure. You know. We'll see. Alright, so uh, yeah, we're going to break. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio. 
with Adam Hebert. You were totally badass, all swinging that scissor blade around, dressed up like a hooker. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
It's all treats and no tricks on Indie Media Weekly. Happy Halloween! Back in the day, this was the one night you kept your children inside. Well, tonight you'll all see what Halloween really is. IndieMediaWeekly.com Well, hello there. This is Kenny Pick. Thanks for listening to Indie Media Weekly. Be sure to check out my show, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. For those who dare. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are... From the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, this is Kenny Pick, and be sure to listen to my music program, The Night Show. Every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. The Night Show. Features a broad selection of eclectic music from my personal library, as well as your requests. So be sure to visit IndieMediaWeekly.com and find the tab for The Night Show. Join the chat and submit your requests every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern on The Night Show. Only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com for those who dare. Dare, dare, dare. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. It's more like a big ball of wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. Stuff. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. All right, that's right. We are more like a big ball of wibbly wobbly, timey timey wimey stuff. And joining me as always out of the city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Rogue DM Dungeon Master Michelle Legon. That is me, and I'm trying to curb the Loki. So, oh, here we go. Release the Loki. 
All right, and also joining us out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master, Miles Ligon. Hey, howdy. And finally out of Cleesburg, Ohio, Mr. Kenny Pick. <clears throat> yes. Oh, oh, excuse me, Flemmy. Uh, yes, and uh, uh, FYI, the maiden voyage of the fire pit has been canceled because it started raining. God damn it. I'm sorry to hear that, Kenny. Oh, lovely. And may I just say, I, I, I know we were done talking about it earlier, but to all you smug conservative pricks out there doing beer for Brett, fuck off. Yeah. Smug uh, bastards. Also, uh, not, to, not to derail your thought here, but uh, since I haven't given it out at all tonight... Yes. The number to call is 330-536-1466. Again, 330-536-1466. Um, if you want to call in, uh, I guess, quick calls, because Michelle and I have big movie lists to go through. Yes. Um, uh, before we do, do you mind if I all, share? Oh, sorry. I was gonna just going to say of, of things you can stream in anticipation of Halloween. Yes. And we are all on board on Halloween here. This, net, you know, mo- most most networks are all in on Christmas music. No, 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 no. We do. We're all in on Halloween music. And you know what pisses oh, yeah. me off is my store out front skipped Halloween completely. We're already got. We've already got Christmas stuff up. It's like, oh you my god, you oh, sick I... bastards. That's some bullshit. I hate that. No. We've got all anyway. This is remember earlier how we said you couldn't under the only way to describe Ed was Ed. Well, here is a a clip from uh, of Ed from one of the ep- what was the episode? There was an episode where um they left something in the fridge and it became sentient and started attacking people. Right. Uh, have you seen that episode yet, Miles? Yes. Okay. Good. So this is here we go. It's uh... a mystery space creature! Huh? Spooky! The attack of the horrible alien! Well, yeah, that is possible, I suppose. Oh, yeah, right. Ah, then what is yeah. it? It's not in the database, right? Well, look, these pairs are abnormal. Uh, you think so? Ed has never seen this before. Mm. So, what else could it be but a horrible alien, huh? What? Oh. <laughs> Ayah, what are we gonna do, Ayn? You believe it's a horrible alien, don't you? Spooky! <laughs> August 6th, Sky Day. Today, Ed goes looking for the spooky, mysterious, horrible alien. Lesson, lesson, if you see a stranger, follow him. Hmm? Ooh! Where are you? Are you here, Mr. Spooky Space Creature? <laughs> what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> so, yeah. Ed is. Yeah, Ed is. A Ed big... is Ed. Yes. And can pull off talking to about themselves in the third person successfully. Yes, yes he can. Yes. <laughs> she. she. Ed is 100. He. Ed is a girl. Ed is. Ed, Ed is can Ed. pull off talking about themselves. What did I say wrong? No, no I no, said Michelle. she. He. No, you okay. said he. 
Yeah, Ed is Ed is a he, she, it. Ed is Ed is Ed. I'm not comfortable describing Ed as an it. I'm comfortable with it. All right. Because that's how Ed describes themselves. Okay. All right. Well, let's get to it. Horror movies or horror, well, horror stuff that you can stream online. Mm-hmm. So I get to I get to basically lean back and and listen and say what I think sounds interesting for the next uh, 15 minutes. There you go. Well, um, Michelle, do you want to go first or do you want me to start off? Because I have like, I counted like 43 movies. What? You go first. What's that? I you said, first. I said what? Okay. Uh, no, I was talking to Michelle, not you. Shut up. Uh, so... <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, so... Uh, so st- we'll start the list with Amazon. Uh, this is just straight up regular Amazon Prime movies that I recommend that you can stream. Um, there's so many to choose from. It was really hard. I picked more actually from Netflix because I've been mining Netflix for like newer horror. Uh, Amazon is great for classic horror and 80s horror, uh, but Netflix sucks for that. Um, so straight up with Amazon. A great comedy with Tom Hanks, The Burbs, about weird neighbors, kind of like a, a darker twist on like the Adams family. Yes. Uh love that movie. Return of the Living Dead Ultimate 80s zombie movie. The gore and special effects in that are fucking ridiculous. I love it. Um uh Society, great late 80s, maybe early 90s body horror film. I don't know if have you ever seen Society, Michelle? Yes. Oh, it's so gross and weird. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. Uh, another great 80s movie, Ghoulies. Um, you know, uh, very schlocky, kind of a, a, a more a grown-up version of Gremlins with yeah. even crazier crazier special effects. What? And the remake. I mean, the, 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 uh, the uh, Ghoulies sequel? too. Yeah it's, yeah, it's even worse. But yeah. And speaking of sequels, uh, the evergreen, uh, very green uh, Troll 2 <laughs> is on Amazon. Uh, it, you know, so there's some bad stuff thrown in there, but good stuff too, because we've got classics like Carrie, Amityville Horror. Yes. Uh, newer movie uh, that I recommended a while ago on this show, uh, The Black Coat's Daughter, about uh, demonic possession. Very great. Yeah. Uh, very, with a good twist. Uh, something fun for the kids. Rankin Bass's Mad 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 Monsters. It's like an hour and ten minute like Halloween special or something. Or maybe an mm-hmm. hour long. Um I think it's an hour and ten minutes. Um no commercials, of course. And another great body horror uh film on uh Amazon straight up is a movie called Starry Eyes. Um Oh, yes. It's it's rough. It's I mean it's it's it is. It's a freaky movie. It's a freaky movie. I will say there's stuff in there too. I should give a, a warning that there is stuff about sexual assault in there too. So, yeah. um, we will uh, give that warning. But if you if you're if you can get past that because it is horrific, uh, you know it's 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 a hard to watch movie. Yeah, so. but it, it has a decent message. There is a little bit of message in there, too. There is. is cool. yeah. Absolutely. And then the ending is just like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then if you are like Michelle and myself um, on Shutter, if you subscribe to Shutter through uh, Amazon, I think that's the only way you can do it. Um, 
or maybe you can just do it straight up on Roku. I'm not sure. Shutter is the mother load. I couldn't oh, begin yeah. to I couldn't begin to give you everything that's on there. I, I just wanted to pick some classics and some some newer stuff that I've watched. Um you gotta uh, oh and Susan I, I I put a box around things Susan recommends the Black Coat's daughter is a Susan recommendation as well uh, over on Shutter the classic Halloween the first Halloween you can't go wrong um, some a movie that I, I talk about so damn much Beyond the Black Rainbow I gave a review of Mandy uh, the follow up film from Panos Cosmatos last night on Turn Up the Night Fido uh, Billy Connolly as <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, a, a zombie in the 1950s kept as a pet. Um, that movie is so weird. I love it. Of course, the classic Evil Dead is over there. The Fog, the original Wicker Man from the 70s, Sleepaway Camp. Uh, 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 uh. The Howling, uh, another classic. Um, oh, Joe Dante did that. Same guy who did Gremlins. Um, uh, Phantasm, I, one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Uh, a, a kind of forgotten um, classic from Clive Barker, Nightbreed. Oh, I love that one. Actually, I have it on VHS. Yeah. I need well, to get it on DVD. <laughs> I wrote a song about the Nightbreed when I was in a punk band. One of my first bands, I wrote a song and like had lyrics about Midian and stuff like that. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, it was a bad song. Don't don't give me too much credit. <laughs> Uh, Reanimator, uh, one of the greatest uh, yes. uh, Lovecraft movies, and uh, Let the Right One In, great <laughs> uh, 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 Swedish vampire film. Yeah, um, yes. it's a love it's, that yeah. yeah, love that movie. And if you're a cat lover, there's a scene for you in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I need to so watch the original. I've seen the American remake. Yeah, no, 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 don't no, watch that. Watch, uh, watch the original, please. Do. Yeah. I mean, there's not a ton of dialogue either, so if you don't like reading subtitles, it's not that, you know, it's pretty easy to keep up with. Um, but, yeah, so that's everything from Amazon and Shudder from me. So, Michelle, if you want to go next, I could do my Netflix stuff after you you talk. Yeah, I'm just going to go briefly. Um, Joe Bob Briggs on Shudder. I'm saying, if, if you don't know the name Joe Bob Briggs, he was a, he's a, um, a, 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 oh God, how do I describe him? He, Schlocky movie host, kind of like a male of uh, uh, Elvira or Vampira. Yes, but he has but, uh, credentials. He has theater credentials. He knows what he's talking about, and he does the research. I love Elvira. I love Joe Bob Briggs. And I, this weekend, this when Halloween comes around, I'm going to throw both of these um, uh, marathons up. I'm going to do the Elvira one and Joe Bob Briggs. But Joe Bart Briggs did the last drive-in, and he's he. And this is not the last drive-in because, from what I understand, his fans have come up, come up and said, "We're going to do another one." And if the money's there, they're going to do it. But he, he, uh, the first three films of his drive-in this time were Tourist Trap. Now, if if if, if you've never seen the Tourist Trap. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It's horrible. Um, it's it's it, it was it Chuck Connors? Yes, Chuck Connors. He plays a uh, a a, a down to earth guy that you know he made this like off the road wax museum, and things just go horribly wrong from there. 
And then the second one was, I think, uh, oh, good Lord. Now I can't remember. One of them was Rabid. Rabid is horrible. If you've never seen it, it's basically about a, a girl that gets hurt in a bike, uh, a bike accident. She's brought to this, like, um, uh, plastic surgery hospital. And they do experimental surgery on her, grafting her thigh tissue from her thigh to her face. And yeah, and it, 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 it becomes horrible at that point. Because basically she becomes a carrier for a rabies condition. And everybody she infects, it, it, oh, it's it's bad. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm losing it. <laughs> That's all right. Um, you got more? Uh, just just watch Joe Bob Briggs. Nice. La- and also, yeah, the- if, if uh. also on Shutter, if you don't want to commit to an entire movie for to get you in the Halloween mood. Start watching uh, the original series, Tales from the Dark Side, from the 80s. The very first episode is Halloween-themed. So, there you go. But I also think Shutter right now has a seven-day free preview. Yeah, yeah. I think all those channels, all those add-on channels for Amazon will give you that. But you could pack a whole lot of horror movies into that. Oh, you sure could. And I'm telling you what, I was hooked because... Well, you know, and it also has Channel Zero. Uh, I think oh, it has that's... Butcher's, butcher's yeah, that... Block, which is my favorite with you know, Rutger Hauer. That's so creepy ass. Oh, I love it. Some oh. of the best horror television ever made. Oh, hell yeah. Don't know if you heard at the beginning of the show, Kenny, but there is a thing called maple syrup porn. <laughs> maple syrup porn? It's, yeah, Joe Bob Briggs. Is, is, it, it, yeah. is it anything like sploshing? Doubt it. <laughs> look up splosh, look up splashing. Uh, does every time someone says look up blink, it never ends well. Do we not Looking learn our wrong. lessons? Kenny, 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 maple syrup porn is basically porn. It can be as it's basically porn. But as long as a woman is married and has children by the end of the movie, it's okay. Nice. Well, that's, well, can, that's Canadian porn for you. So there you go. Sloshing, sloshing is just uh, people getting naked and getting covered in food. <laughs> no, oh, it's a perfectly yeah. good food. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know. Somebody, somebody might be lucky to lick it off. <sighs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm just losing it tonight. <laughs> I'm, I'm having a really bad time with what's going on. So oh, um, I focus on that's, the fun. That's why, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, do you have anything else, Michelle, or shall I get to my Netflix? Um, anything Vincent Price, please. Oh, yeah. if, you know, even the Tingler. Look up Vincent Price. If you if you've seen a movie and or oh, crap, look up Vincent Price. If you see a movie and you have never seen it before, watch it. He's an excellent actor. He's the master of horror, and even if it's not horror. He is an amazing actor. Watch it, please. You know, I, I think for for you, Michelle, we're gonna take out some time in the schedule, and uh, in the lead up to Halloween, I don't necessarily want to interrupt the sci-fi double feature because we've been plowing through all the Space mm-hmm. Patrol episodes. But I think we we need to set aside some special time to run some of Vincent Price's old time radio stuff. Um, oh three yes, skeleton, Three Skeleton Key is a great one of my all time favorites. So creepy about rats. 
rats on a ghost ship taking over a fucking I, lighthouse and yeah. shoot. Wait, oh, wait, wait, so wait, 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 wait. I thought we agreed we were doing horror, you know, supernatural stuff for Halloween. For the Halloween. Day. Yes, we are. I'm just saying, you know, in the lead up, we can set aside some extra time. And, and you know, I just don't want to interfere right now. I don't want to start, you know, uh, uh, you know, maybe the two weeks closest to Halloween will change. But I'm saying we can do other stuff. Yeah, because Vincent Price has a, a spectacular voice, you know, and it, it doesn't just. You know, it's just not on screen. He has an amazing voice, period. It's theater, yeah. everything. So he could carry those beautifully. Yeah, but no, Adam, we'll have this discussion later. We're not going to take away Halloween programming from the week surrounding Halloween. The music is going to be there and everything, but, you know, we, we can set aside extra time because I say so. You're, 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 <laughs> the, you're the boss, boss. Yes. All right, my Netflix list. These uh, again, Netflix is better for newer horror films. Yes. And I'll tell you what, I hate the new Netflix setup where you, as soon as you uh, select something, it starts playing a trailer or playing the movie or whatever, where you just can't scroll through things like on Amazon. It drives me crazy. Yeah, it absolutely drives me fucking nuts. So it's so so Netflix. I mind it for a, more movies than I did regular Amazon, but this is just about it because I can't stand navigating through the new Netflix with that autoplay bullshit. I need to find a way to see if I can disable that because it's pissing me off. It's stupid. So uh, anyway, uh, Netflix uh, top four. Well, uh, Susan uh, put in obviously for a, a, a television series, not a movie. A Penny Dreadful, wonderful television series. Love that. Great cast. Timothy Dalton's in it. Um, uh, and you know, it's it's a it's a really cool retelling of Victorian era monsters. It's really cool. It's 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 like if somebody had given had had cared about the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. You know, it would have come out kind of like this. Um, so uh, uh, three picks uh, from Susan right off the top. Um, the Witch is on Netflix. Great, great movie. Great gothic horror. The Conjuring. Uh, I, I like it. I'm not that huge of a fan. The Conjuring 2 put me to sleep. Um, but uh, uh, and also with Aubrey Plaza, there's a movie called Life After Beth. That's kind of a, a, a zombie comedy movie, which is pretty funny. Um, uh, the Void, great, very Lovecraftian, otherworldly horror film. Love that. You got to watch it. Adam, have you watched The Void on Netflix? Uh, no. Watch I it. have. Uh, uh, great, crazy, uh, dark comedy with uh, Ryan Reynolds called The Voices. Anybody ever seen that? You, you love if you love Deadpool and Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool, you'll love him in The Voices. Basically, he has these pets that talk to him, <laughs> and he imagines his life in a very different way than reality. And it's uh, and I don't want to give anything else away there, but it's it, it's it's um, a very good black comedy horror film. Uh, the Ritual, terrifying um, movie, takes place in Germany. Uh, the way do you see the monster in that fucking thing? My God. If you're scared of dolls, The Boy is a great one. Uh, oh, that's creepy. 
Yeah, uh, another uh, <laughs> horror comedy with, um, oh, what's his name? Adam, um, oh, he was in Parks and Rec. Oh, I can't remember his name. Um, uh, he's a big nerd guy, too. Uh, but it's called Little Evil. Um, oh, what the hell is that actor's name? I don't know. You guys know who I'm talking about. He was in Parks and Rec. He was le- ended up marrying Leslie Nope in that show. Um and uh, Ex Machina, that's more of a sci-fi movie, but it has a very good horror bent. It has Oscar Isaac from, you know, Poe Dameron from Star Wars. Uh, you know, uh, unfortunately from the last X-Men movie as uh, whatever, uh, Blue Man Group. Uh, <laughs> uh, Cargo is, uh, what's the actor's name, Adam, who was uh, Bilbo Baggins in the Hobbit movies? Uh, Martin in Freeman? The- uh, yeah, Martin uh, Freeman. No, oh, Cargo right. was amazing. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. you're right. Yeah, Martin Freeman. Yeah, Cargo plays, is amazing. He plays Watson in Sherlock as well. Yes, yes. yes. And uh, oh. he was in the British version of The Office as well. Yeah. Um, Cargo, one of the most human, amazing zombie movies I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it'll getcha. It'll getcha. <laughs> And not, and not with zombie teeth. It'll just gut you. Uh, Tau is a great... Uh, uh, I thought it was going to be like Saw, and it wasn't. The trailer was very terrible for the movie Tau. T-A-U. And yes, it's not Dao. It's actually pronounced Tau. Uh, well, Dao is T-A-O. Uh, but Tau, uh, it's about an AI, and I think Terrence Stamp is the voice of the... No, I can't remember. I, some, some great British actor is... Uh, the voice of the the AI in this, but basically it's a very um, it, it's more of a thriller, but there are a lot of horror elements to it, uh, and especially you know if you if you lean towards the sci-fi, Tau is is a really good one. Uh, house on Willow Street, great demonic uh, possession. A, a, fa- a bunch of crooks break into the wrong house, and it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a dark song, ooh, a dark movie. It is also about. Um, Trying to, it's a story about a woman who hires um, uh, a, 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 an occultist type guy or a summoner um, who's just kind of like this asshole, sloppy drunk to uh, bring her son back uh, to communicate from him from beyond. And one of those movies, the ending is like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, the Bad Batch. If everybody likes Mad Max and Jason Momoa, watch The Bad Batch. It's an awesome movie about a um, uh, cannibalistic prisoners in this desert wasteland. It's so amazing, and uh, something to watch before you go see Aquaman. Um, the Babysitter. <laughs> we've talked about that on the show. That's kind oh. of a throwback to like '80s movies. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, Devil Worshippers and all kinds of stuff. It, it has a good twist, like real quick. But there's a good comedy element to it as well. Oh yeah, yeah. So it it is very funny. It, so yeah. if it, for, I would say I recommend it to people who like you know the Goonies and stuff like that. Um, uh, Under the Skin, Miles, Scarlett Johansson. You uh, love that. Hell That's yeah. Vibe, oh. but very 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 disturbing horror moments yes. in it. Yes, it did. Uh, the Vault with James Franco. Great great movie i'm not gonna say anything about it it has some really great twists in it but the vault with james franco on netflix you need to watch it I, I i don't want to i won't even say what kind of horror movie it is because i think that would that would ruin it that's been on my list but i've been kind of like you you're know. gonna love 
Okay. You're gonna love it. It's so good. Okay. Uh, one of the only classics I can find on Netflix, the original Hellraiser. Um, that that movie's so creepy. Oh Hell yes. Hellraiser is so, so so creepy. And then the last one is a very human look at vampirism. It kind of reminds me of, and actually they mentioned the movie Martin, if anybody remembers the George Romero movie Martin. Yes. Um, it's a very human look at vampirism uh, called Transfiguration. And that is my list. So go back. If anybody wants to contact me, I'll send you I'll send you pictures of my list. Uh, I'm not going <laughs> to type them all out. Um, and if you can read my handwriting, it's not too terrible. Uh, but yeah, there you go. That's like 43 movies. Should have done 31, but I'll do 31 <laughs> next week. Do you, now, do you guys know if there's anywhere online that I can legally watch classic hammer horror? Um, for free? No, may, maybe on oh. Shutter. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, if, it depends on the price. Yeah. That I yeah, we have to look. But I'll I'll look and see uh, see what's there. But you, yeah, you need to see some classic camera horror. It's amazing stuff. I, I know Captain Chronos Vampire Hunter is up on YouTube for free watching and on an official Hammer Horror um, page. But that's the only one that I saw that I was vaguely interested in. Captain Chronos is great. It's got I Carolyn Monroe in it. I think you might have recommended it to me before, and I just wasn't paying attention. Yes. It's got it's got uh, Carolyn Monroe in it. She's one of the most amazing hammer horror scream queens that that is out there. Actually, she was a Bond girl at one point too. So, mm-hmm. and she is stunning. She she got the beautiful dark hair, those wonderful gray bluish eyes. She's she's amazing. She looks good as a drow too. Oh. <laughs> Um, trying to think. <clears throat> yeah, you should look out. You should look for any Hammer horror films that you can see. So, um, I own yeah, a I'm lot looking, of them. I'm so. looking. I, I don't. I don't see anybody who really exclusively has a lot of Hammer streaming. So, don't know. Okay, well, it was worth a shot. All right, so uh, I guess it's time to auger this baby in. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of fun tonight. Uh, next week, next week will be full of piss and vinegar. Uh, I'm not sure. I'll be full of piss and vinegar. Yes, you will be. Yes. I'll be my usual happy-go-lucky self. So, uh, what do we want to say is the next reason that John won't make it to the show for next week? Oh, I'm going to guess because it's the 13th. <laughs> I will not be on the show because we're having a party next Saturday. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about the goddamn party. Wow, it's a goddamn party, huh? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Th- I did not mean it that way. Uh, so I'm doing the night show for you again next week. 
right? Uh, you know, it, it's not really necessary actually because um, we're uh, we, we kind of had a bit of a change of plans. We probably won't be listening to a lot of music, and I'm not going to be able to come be- run in and out because the party's mostly going to be in the garage. So uh, we'll probably do karaoke most of the night. Um, but if you want to do mostly Halloween music on the 13th, that would be greatly appreciated because we'll, we can probably tune in. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I will. I will be more than happy to do that. Um, I, I'll probably have to wrap up early because I seriously that I'm going to pull two Saturdays off, Saturdays off in a row. But uh, I should have Sunday the twenty first off. Just lo- just load a shitload of songs up. <clears throat> Destroyer Kurt says Satanic Rites of Dracula is on Amazon Prime. Oh, that's a riffable movie. I'm all over that. Should have been called the, satan- the Satanic Wrongs of Dracula. <laughs> it, it, what it, was it, that? It is pretty bad. Yes. What was that one that we were talking about recently, Michelle? Um, oh God. It was. It, it was that they had a really great um oh and i have a trailer for it and everything i can't remember what it was but it's like the modern setting you know where it shows you know van helsing and dracula die and then he gets brought back his ashes are taken and oh there's I a know. rift like yeah. all the hippies or that you know, may actually be so. that one i know no, there's also dracula's no. 1979 that's it which dracula, is another one dracula ad 1974 or something yeah, nineteen seventy nine or yeah, yep. Another pretty that's got Carolyn Monroe in it. The one I'm thinking of. Uh so, Dracula yep. A D nineteen seventy two. Yeah. Uh it stars Christopher Lee as Dracula and also yeah. marks the return of Peter Cushing as Van Helsing. And yeah. and that's why that's, he, that's why those two are so close. They they did so many of these movies together. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They became, you know, you don't work with someone that long consistently and not become friends with them. That's why I've I've never understood how the Mythbusters couldn't be friends. I mean, they worked like 10 years together and apparently mm-hmm. Jamie hates Adam. <laughs> it's a, no, it's, 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 they're two entirely different personalities. You have to understand that, so. Jamie is meticulous. Adam is devil may care. And sometimes that just doesn't work. Okay, well, uh, parting shots. Uh, I'm going to let Miles go first because, Miles, thank you so much for going to AW with me, helping me get those interviews, and for stopping my incessant fidgeting. Not a problem. Always happy to be that wingman. So now uh, I don't have to... much of a parting shot. I, I'm on standby, so I'm on papers. Sorry. It's okay. Hug. <laughs> Now, now Kenny has to come next year, so I don't. So someone can stop me from fidgeting. Kenny will be just like with the caliprod. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll I'll special order one of those electric. Uh, <laughs> Shot collar. I'm in. <laughs> the person who says, "Are you okay?" Yeah, I'm fine. All right. Torture, torture. It, it pleasures, pleasures me. me. That reminds me. Can we get uh, can we get Criswell predicts uh, for the Halloween stuff next week? Oh wait, you won't be here next week. Uh, I'll just mix it in. I'll just mix it in. Uh, you know, I have all that shit broken up. Okay. Uh, so uh, Michelle, how how are you, are you feeling any better today tonight after the, at the end of the show? Um, I love to talk about the horror movies and stuff like that, but I'm still 
I'm having some severe issues. Um, kind of uh, similar to rain. You know, there are things that are really triggering me this week or this month or this this freaking couple of years. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, our political situation right now is so dire for women and for minorities and for the transgenders and for the you know every everybody out there that is not a old white male it's pissing me off and i'm having troubles dealing with it but thank you guys here because you're helping me out i love you Sorry. And i'll send you a picture of i'll send you a picture on my list in case there's anything that you forgot that i mentioned <laughs> oh i'm pretty sure there probably is He's making a uh, list. He's checking it twice. Gonna find out what. Uh, no, that's not. Yeah, I'm, I'm just so messed up right now, and I am sorry. I, I'd like to be. Do um, not be sorry. It's okay to feel like this. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone who Love tells you, you, anyone who tells you you shouldn't be angry or upset or shouldn't hate Republicans, they're not your friends. Dump it's them. not just the Republicans I hate. You know, there are people out there that are really pissing me off. And hey, love you all. What Sorry. can I do to get off the list? Love you back. <laughs> it's okay. All right, Kenny, what do you got for us? I'm glad you enjoyed the interview with Mary Elizabeth. Oh, she's great. She's a wonderful human being. Um, and she makes me want to be more familiar with her work. So uh, you guys did a, a, a wonderful job interviewing her. I you need to come up with a better adjective. You did an exceptional job. Well, thank you. But I and, wonder if Ghost in the Show might be on Netflix for you to watch. Uh, probably is. I think that's where I got the uh, the audio. Um, this from from that. I'm not sure. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, I don't really have much to say about Turn Up the Night. I'm not exactly sure where we're going to go on Tuesday. I'm so angry um, about politics that. I'm doing everything in my pop in my power to not talk about politics at all um, because I have so much hate and rage in my heart. It's not healthy. And um, I just have to distract myself with other things, you know, no, because I, I, I don't want to be I don't want to be the person who upsets anybody else. By my rage that, you know, and being, you know, outraged and, and loud and screamy and I, I don't want to pass off my rage to somebody else or or influence, um, you know, uh, somebody to feel bad or, you know, or even worse about how things are, you know. I know this is a great country and we've come back from a lot, but we've never faced this kind of enemy before uh, in our lifetimes. So it's hard for all of us to process. You know, this is uh, it's it's an ugly time, and I, I everybody, I I I am sorry. I am sorry for for just how fucking stupid this is because that's what it is it's just fucking stupid it's a bunch of dumb people electing even you know people just as dumb as them to come up with 
dumb ways to hurt them. Not just us. It's not just bad for us. The fucking idiots who vote for these assholes, they're hurting themselves. And they're too stupid to even fucking know it. No, There's yeah. like, oh, uh, well, we own we own a lib today, so we're winning. Yeah, yes. I mean, yeah, you know? they're too stupid. I mean, they're too stupid to realize they're basically kicking themselves in the balls. And, and you know what? Let's I, I go no burn st- our Nikes. Please, and you know what? If you're gonna burn your Nikes, please at least have the courtesy to do it while you're wearing them. Yes, and standing in a puddle of gasoline as well. Yes. Let, let's make Darwin proud, <laughs> okay. goddammit. Let's make Darwin proud. Yes, no, and, always, and always smoke at the gas pump, Trump cult. Yes, and make sure that your car is running when fueling. Sure. Anyway, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have gone off that much no. even. Um, but, yeah, you know, I just have. I just got so much hate, I don't even want to – I don't even fucking want to deal with it. You know, I, I want to run away from all this shit. This country never should have been, been put in this fucking position. And uh, I hate every motherfucker who's responsible for it. And, um, yeah. And that's, you see, that's the shit that I don't want to start doing. Uh, so, anyway. But you have I'm not to sure what's out, coming Kenny. on Tuesday. On, I'm, not, I'm not sure what's coming on Tuesday for Turn Up the Night. But we'll have a show. And it'll be a show for sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I understand your, what you're saying. It's just you also can't keep it locked up. You have to let it out, or you're gonna have a stroke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. And, anyway, and like, I'm done. You know, I'm wrap wrap it up. We're late, right. late, late. Yeah, we're 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 late. Um, uh, you know, like I said, so yeah, we'll be back next week with our normal format. I will, like I said, I'll be full of fire and brimstone. And, and you know what? Like I said, to all you people gloating, uh, we got Kavanaugh through. Don't get too comfortable because as soon as we get the House majority, we're going to keep that motherfucker tied up with constant subpoenas and he'll never see the bench. Just remember, payback. We'll be back next week, everyone. I'd like to thank uh, Miles and Michelle Legon, Kenny Pick, Mary Elizabeth McGlynn. Thank you all very much. And uh, again, nerds vote. The offer's still open. If you want to send a representative, we will be sending... That uh, that uh, the interview and uh, our commentary to them, uh, you know, like I said, we believe we believe in nerds voting here. When nerds vote, the country's a better, better place. All right, that's it for us, everyone. We'll be back. Uh, Adam will be back in Thunderball. No, anyway, bye. Time for go to bed. All right, it is late. Shall we retire? Goodbye, my friends. Goodbye to you all. I'll never forget you. Live in peace. Goodbye, all. Stay happy and good luck. On our way to great adventures. Get out of here. Gasping worm. Push the button, Frank. Get you next time, Gadget. Next time. Visitors, thank you for your attendance.